Thank you. Oh my god. Hey everybody. <laughs> it's Welcome 2023. We're here. We made it. We made it. <laughs> we survived. We survived. We keep being alive for some reason. We I mean, do. we're here. We are. Happily. And it, so, I want to get two points of business off the top. Okay. Off the top row. Here we go. All right, ready? Guys, this is episode number 52. 52. Of what? We probably should have started. The Atlanta Warhammer Podcast. I guess if you downloaded it and you're like, what the hell is this? Well, we, If yeah. we showed up randomly on your Spotify or something. Oh, man. You are in a dark place. What is your algorithm? Seek yeah. help. <laughs> Yeesh. Mm. But part two of this. Yeah. This is also the very last episode <gasps> in this current space. In our current space. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you did that, because I was also going to do that bit later on in the oh, show. Perfect, okay. <laughs> like, guys, we have some news. This is our last Their show. Their last show. They're finally canceling us. In this studio. In this studio. Now, we may get canceled later on. That is very possible. news that we found out today that happened. If, if, uh, if there's a year that we're going to get sued, it's, it's this, this year. year. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, 2023 is the year Atlanta Warhammer gets harassed a lot, probably. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. There's going to be some algorithmic things that uh, are going to make some people very displeased. <laughs> Someone will uh, across the pond uh, exactly. push their glasses up and go, oh, um, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, one Mr. James Workshop may not be <laughs> too happy Maybe this with is us. our chance to meet James Workshop it's himself. It's very possible. Because, uh, well, I guess we should go we into why we're talking Can we be duped? Can we be duped? I think we can be duped. Yeah, I've been duped. I've been duped. Yes. I've also been I've also been decked. Yeah, yeah. I've taken a dookie. I've done that as well. <laughs> so, I've, it's I've Friday gra- the 13th. I've, Every I've gra- dookie's a spooky dookie today. It's true. And, I've also had I've also held a ducky. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You've held I, a ducky too, haven't you? I have actually held it. Yeah, I was like, yeah. you held you held the same ducky that I held. I, was it the same ducky or was it just the same role but a different? For duck? anybody that's not aware, both me and Zach once worked for Aflac. Yeah, I guess that. <laughs> otherwise, this, conver- this, this, this joke makes does no not sense. <laughs> no, we just go around and hold ducks. You guys don't. Yeah, just that's, hold ducks. You just hold ducks. You just yeah, go to a pond. You just grab a up. duck. That's See, what they're there for. Yeah, they're yeah. they're the community ducks. Just go grab a duck. You know, they can't tell you. To not take a duck home from the park. It's true. Legally. I mean, the duck's going to fight you. But, <laughs> the you duck's know. absolutely going to fight you. Also, make sure you grab a duck and not a swan. Yeah, yeah. Don't grab a swan. Don't grab a uh, swan. And for all of our listeners across the pond, uh, who owns the swans now? Let us know. Because didn't they all belong to the queen? I think so. How does the possession of swan fall? Do they? Does it go? I, you know what? That? I'm going to say it. I think James Workshop owns the swans. I, I'm with that as well. I'm pretty sure that was in the will. James Last Workshop. Will and Testament of the queen. You now James own. James Workshop. All the swans. Dude, could you imagine all swan army? It'd be so OP. It would, it would be like the old Warhammer fantasy where uh, when goblins and orcs where they just fight each other sometimes. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't be able to control it. But my God, you, nothing would stand in front of it. It's a giant... That's the real Beast of Chaos. ...pile of geese just fighting <laughs> people. I would love to see Beast of Chaos geese style. Like just avian... I mean, I guess just, it would look kind of zinchy, but like make them goofy looking. Yeah, but yeah, but you need like the... Like all the like the geese's necks like nodded together. Oh, no. Oh, a geese king? Geese king? A geese king? When all the geese get stuck together and just float through the sewers of New York? Yeah, yeah. Sounds terrifying. It also sounds like a really like bad knockoff Pokemon. Geese king? It geese probably king. is. I've been playing the new Pokemon game a mm-hmm. lot. Uh, one of them is just a car engine. It's true. It's just a fucking car it's engine. It's a car, man. I, look, I love Pokemon. Stop. That one's lame. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I, it's weird. The new Pokemon game has kind of given me a new favorite Pokemon. Oh? I, it's, oh? I, I know. I want to see if I can guess. Hold on. Is it the bread dog? It's not the bread dog. Okay. Then that was my only guess. It's, okay. it's Arbeliva. I don't I don't know if I believe that. Oh, yeah. I don't know which one that it's is. It's the it's the final evolved version of the olive. Oh, green. I haven't gotten mine there yet. So oh, I don't yeah. know what it looks like yet. Yeah. Arbeliva is really cool. I like it. It's like a it's just like a it's like a tree with olives 
hanging off of it. That's neat. I'm doing the olive thing for our yeah. listeners at home that can't see me. Yeah, he, it's very entertaining. Yeah. He looks exactly like an olive tree. Absolutely. Um, olive tree? Tree? Vine? Bush? Bush? Root? We're public education Becca, over who here. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah. Who knows things about olives? <laughs> Oh, yeah. So I need, I need my, my resident botanist here. We, <laughs> we'll refer to the botany department mm-hmm. of the Atlanta Warhammer show. We're, we're expanding. Which is just where we keep the weed. So, um, but let's talk about why we're so nervous about some things about Ooh, our name. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is, we are, 9884. We are going to be. Thank you. Um, we are going to be hosting, that's right. Not us. Not us personally. Oh God, no, no. In fact, but we'll the probably, city of if that our that our namesake is based on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have released the uh, the 2023 U.S. Open Series and World Championships of Warhammer. So normally we don't really pay a lot of attention to this because this is for people that are good at the game. Correct. And uh, we that's for know, those that's for those god people. Usually. Yeah, I, yeah. I know they're all excited about this, and mm-hmm. I'm sure after every one of these, we'll bring them on and talk about how they went and won, and maybe we'll go up and you know hang out with them. Uh, but they've released where they're going to be, and we got. I'm going to go through, I'm going to go left to right, and I'm going to skip one, because I'm... Wait, left to right, as like, in the way that you're I'm looking at a map. Like, oh, <laughs> you're looking at a map of the country, got yeah, it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like, so what? we got Tacoma, Washington. Uh, I've never been there, but I've heard it's very north. Uh, it's got, basically Canada. Yeah, it's, it almost is, yeah. It's in that little chunk of Washington that looks like a bite got taken out of it. Um, I, that's <laughs> the part where the We're on the other side of that country. That's, where the, that's the part where the whales got hungry. yeah. You know, it's funny when to hear us describe this, and I'm sure European listeners are like not realizing how just stupidly big America is. Yeah. Like, it's a whole other country over there, and we don't know what's going on. I was two states away from Washington, and I never went. You were in the state that's 40 states wide. That's why. It's true. <laughs> California's just the whole so coast. Long. And you get to the top, well, basically, you just skip the middle. And you go straight to Washington. <laughs> I would be like, yeah, I used to live in California. They're like, oh, did you go to San Francisco? And I was like, once. I took a plane. They were like, why didn't you drive? Because it's 14 fucking hours. Yeah. That's just to get out of L.A. <laughs> <laughs> 14 hours LA. to get out of LA. <laughs> they had made a whole movie about it. Uh, it was called, it's called uh, Escape from LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was about the traffic. <laughs> so we've got that. We got Kansas City. Woo! Uh, KC Town. I don't know if they call that that. Um, Chiefs Country. And then uh, Tampa Bay, Florida is the third one, which is what great. a choice. <laughs> what a choice. Can we? Can I stop and just mo- mention that the thing they mentioned for Tampa Bay was that it's a cultural blend of amazing food and destination travel activities, written like a Brit that's never been to Tampa Bay. I was like. Is it a cultural blend? Is it? I mean, I guess. Well, I mean, I've been to Jacksonville a couple times, which is not Tampa Bay, but it's yeah, pretty close. It's, it's nearby. Yeah, it's nearby. Uh, I will say I was pleasantly surprised by the variety of food in Jacksonville. I mean, I imagine you get a lot of good seafood at Tampa Bay. I got some really good Asian food. Like, I went, huh. it was like an Asian street food like restaurant that I went to. Oh, a restaurant. I was like, you yeah. just found food. No, no, no. no, no, no. Yeah, it was just, but, <laughs> some street food. It's great. But, I, you know, Jacksonville, not a place that I would think of as a uh, culinary cultural center. <laughs> yeah, I don't usually Tampa think... Tampa Bay, you, even th- less so. We keep saying that C word, culture. I don't usually think uh, of Florida so much for that. And I realize that this is throwing stones inside of a glass house looking at another glass house uh-huh. As, uh-huh. As, as Atlanteans. But hey, where's that fourth one going to be? Uh, That's right, baby. Yeah. Right here in our backyard. Coming to... Atlanta. Atlanta. Huh. And according to them, we throw a Luda at you. You can get <laughs> you can um so we're going to we're going to be your tour guides by the way. As oh you, as they God. get closer, we'd be glad to tell you all about what Atlanta's actually like. Uh, so they mentioned you can it's certainly have, not this fucking it's certainly not whatever they say here, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Hyatt Regency Atlanta, if you've ever not been if you're not from here but you've been here, it's the Dragon Con Hotel, you've been in it. Um, it's one of the Five at this point. It boasts great restaurants, nearby entertainment, and easy access to all the Georgia peach pie and soul food you can get your hands on. 
So, All of uh, those things are lies. Yeah, so I don't know what a Georgia peach pie is. We've, we assume that it's a peach pie, but I guess just made in Georgia. Just made in Georgia, which is, we really have a lot more peanuts than peaches here, actually. Most of our peaches actually come from California. So it's kind of funny that that's the, it's, Georgia being the peach state is the most confusing it's thing. It's very strange. Because it's peanuts. That's our main, well, it's peanuts and cotton, but we're, we're moving away from that one. Yeah, we're getting back into peanuts. Yeah. That was the whole thing. We had a whole problem with that. Um, we fought a whole war. It was terrible. Uh, but yeah, that between that and the soul food, this is the most touristy area of downtown Atlanta. If you are coming here, I will say this. If you are coming to this championship, which is in November, so we got a long time for me to forget and that I said this. you actually want actual food. Yes. Hit us up. Hit us up. We will tell you where to go. We certainly won't be at the tournament winning. No. Or playing. No. But we, <laughs> or maybe even allowed. They we, have our pictures up on the inside at the bodega. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do not let these men play. <laughs> but uh, between the two of us. We got you covered. Will will tell Zach, you. Zach's a vegetarian. He knows all the good vegetarian spots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am. I primarily. Josh doesn't eat, eat vegetables. I, <laughs> I was getting there. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we've got we've got you covered. If you want to go barbecue, if you want to go vegetarian food, you hit us up. We'll let you. We'll tell you where to go. We want to go vegetarian barbecue. Slutty vegans right Slutty there. Vegan Slutty is right vegan. Slutty vegan. Got Solveig. We got uh, eats. Yeah, we got a lot of good stuff. We got a lot of good stuff. We'll take you around. Please, dear God, do not try to walk uh, four blocks away from this hotel into wherever your location is. Pay attention to your surroundings when you're walking through Atlanta, everybody. It's not a pedestrian town. It's also not a transit town. It's also not really a driver's town. It was a train town, and it we, and we never, don't have trains anymore. You know, when you think when they burnt it down, we could have put it on a grid system, but yeah. instead they well, just I mean, rebuilt it, it worse. Is. Yeah, it it's is. like half grid, and then the grid half eats grid and a then blob and then stuff that runs through it. Yeah, you know, the best part about Atlanta traffic is they should put a bypass in for the bypass. Oh. God. <laughs> uh, local jokes will get you local work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll get a lot of those. <laughs> get a lot of those. So, yeah, uh, we we will be, theoretically, we might be there as media guests. Uh, we might um, be. Uh, we're trying to get there at that point. And I mean... We'll be there in one way or another. If the one in Florida is we have to, like, break in. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just be there before they start setting up. Right. And then they don't know that we don't work there. Uh-huh. Yeah. We'll, we'll just knock, we gotta knock out some guards of roughly our same body, shape, and mm-hmm, size. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. just pretend to be those people. Um... You know, honestly, we could drive to Tampa. It's not far. Like, I mean, it's not. A, it's not like a hilarious okay. fun drive, not, but you know, it's not far in like U.S. terms. In England, in like European terms, it's incredibly far away. Oh yeah, I was going to say, but, what but it's in, about in it. American terms, not that far. So I'm looking at it. I'm thinking of where, how long six it took hours? to get to Philly. So I'm thinking probably between six to ten with stops. You don't stop yeah. in Middle Georgia. You don't stop in Middle, middle Georgia. Georgia. But um, <laughs> and you don't really stop in a lot of the northern parts of Florida. The Georgia borderline with Florida is a little, a little scary place there. Have you ever driven? Uh, actually, no, it wasn't. Have I ever driven? Yes. yes have you? <laughs> Great. Uh, there's the forest that you drive through heading when we uh, went to a wedding down there. That was uh, it's called like Hell Forest or something that you can drive through when you're the, going is through. That, is it the one where the trees where the trees scream? Uh, maybe it's the one where the trees are all like perfectly individually spaced and narrow, and it's the kind of thing where you swear you keep searing serial killers like yeah, uh, out of your window when you're driving. Through. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's good times. So anyway, uh, Warhammer <laughs> will be... <laughs> <laughs> Somebody right now is going, wait, where the trees scream? It's like, yeah, there's... Look. Oh, we're really... We're in the south, man. The, the trees scream here. We're selling... Uh, yeah, uh, it's it it's bugs that do it. <laughs> um, if you think that the forests are quiet in the south, they are not. not. Animals are screaming nonstop down just, here. Everything is just, just yelling constantly. It threw me off so much nighttime in, like, when we were in, like, uh, Nevada... Oh yeah, where it's like just nothing happening. Yeah, it's like spooky. You can, yeah, it's like yeah. this is weird. And, uh, when my freaking my uncle and his uh, his soon to be wife uh, came over for a, for a visit, they are from England. Um, 
I just remember she was like, what is that sound? And I was like, cicadas. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, do they do that all the time? And I was like, they're either, when they're alive, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The, the worst thing is when you're in the woods and they all stop all of a sudden. Uh-huh. That's, that's when, the most scary that's thing. That's when you know happens. something bad's about to go down. It's like, uh-oh, the early warning system. So don't go into the woods when you're going to the uh, the Warhammer in Atlanta ah, tournament. Don't, do uh, don't head north. We'll, we'll give you a list of do's and don'ts. Yes. <laughs> don't do this. Don't call it Hotlanta. Don't God, call it don't Hotlanta. Call Nobody Hotlanta. calls it Hotlanta. Although you're going to be here in November, so it's going to be a little warm. So get used to that. Uh, yeah, so we're going to try to be there, but I, I think we should try to do one of these. We'll see which one of these is most possibly accessible for us to go to. It would be neat to at least see if we could even rank. Even just if I rank. could get like, if I could finish in like the top half. If I can, if I can finish as the top Anvilgard player, <laughs> I will be happy. Because you'll be the only because, one? And I'm pretty sure it's going to die when Dawnbringer Crusade comes out. Sure. I'm pretty sure we're not going to have an Anvilgard anymore. So this may be my last shot to get on the books with that stupid all Charybdis army. I believe in you, my friend. I, I'm glad. That's, that faith is not well-founded. But it will be fun, at least. It's something. So that's that's the first big news, is they're going to be showing up here. Yeah. So, uh, Super exciting. Yeah. That's really cool. The uh, the other piece of news, which we will get to uh, shortly, but first we're gonna take a break. But well, first, you know we should we should do some ad reads. That's true. Oh, we can just do wanna, the break. I just want to I just want to lead into a little bit. You know, we're gonna we're gonna it's the old uh, radio spot thing where you like you tease it. Yeah, you tease yeah, what's yeah. coming up. Yeah. it's a bunch of point changes. There's a lot of things that are changing. Mm-hmm. We got we got some thoughts. We got some ideas. We got some things that we're gonna predict the future for you. Oh yeah, it's true. You know our predictions are weirdly accurate. It's true. For a bunch of dummies. But I don't first, know how we do this. Let's hit those breaks. Gigabytes Cafe in Marietta, Georgia is your one-stop shop for everything you need for your favorite hobby or fandom. Gigabytes carries a wide selection of miniature lines, including Games Workshop, Reaper, and WizKids, not to mention all the terrain, paints, and hobby supplies you need to supplement your tabletop games. Not a war gamer? The cafe boasts an ever-growing selection of hundreds of board games, TCGs, CCGs, and other nerd-based acronyms eager to join your collections. So what are you waiting for? Go to gigabytesonline.com and start shopping now. Welcome back. Hi. You thought I was going to like just like just charge forward I again. Did. You were ready for it? I gave like the big breath. I, well, yeah, because you, you breathe in sharply. I do. And I, and I, I have a, I have a, nice, for I have a sharp <laughs> I have a sharp inhale. <laughs> you have a, have a sharp breather. Yeah. Yes. A little, little peek on the mic. It's a phone. Can you tell it's like Friday evening and we're both oh tired? Oh my god, we've had a long had week. So many things have been going on. <laughs> Our brains um, are gone. But other things are going on. So yeah. Um, so there's a points updates. There's points. There's erratas. Erratas. All things. I guess we all should kinds. say the erratas first because they're only really two that matter. Yeah. They're all clarifications. The, yeah. They're uh, mo- the erratas are rules clarifications. Yes. Adding some words to make things a little bit uh, clearer. There's one big one. There's oh, one big one. Massive. Oh, it's so huge. Um, and then. But this, of course, this is all in preparation for the new book that is launching, um, which will be our new season of war for yes. the, the first half of the year. That is happening in like two weeks, I think this thing is dropping, for, depending on when this episode comes out. In roughly three hours or so. Yeah, yeah. roughly three hours. Uh, we will obviously be doing an episode on that, but the book is not out yet, so we're not doing that episode until we get to there. Yes. So instead, we are doing this episode. About... Some other things. Some other things. Consider this a prelude to the prelude. Definitely not a space filler episode. So hey, here we go. <laughs> this is this is not a. We need to get an episode out. And neither one of us read a book in order to get an episode out. But yeah. here we are. Yeah. Congratulations. I will. I will do the Skaven book this year. That is my New Year's. That's your resolution. New Year's resolution. <laughs> I will. So we will do the Skaven episode wait, this year. So if it doesn't ha- like, when do we know when you've quit on the New Year's resolution? 
Um, because that's part December of the December 31st. Part of the rule is that you have to quit. Oh, okay. Doing it. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just a matter of when you give up. I don't want to do it anymore. Okay, so we've already, we're already done. Yeah. Already we, we passed it. Yeah. <laughs> doing a scaven book. I'm not yeah. doing a scaven Sorry, guys. We'll do a <laughs> we might We'll, do a we'll wait until the next scaven book comes out. That's going to be 10 years. <laughs> We'll do a we'll get a book. Tomb Kings book before we get another I tell you what, book. When they, when they do those uh, new multi-pose plague monks, that's what we'll do the Skaven yeah. book. They never fucking do that ever. It's never, never happening. Yeah, but yeah. there were a lot of Skaven point changes that I want to talk to. But first, but first, the biggest the and biggest, most important the biggest FAQ change ever known to man. Thank God. Here we go. Anvil Guard illicit dealings finally got clarified. Oh my good gracious. <laughs> I have been having to try to explain this rule to my opponent for like two years now and then ask them if they think that makes sense. And then we just kind of go... Okay. Sure. I hope that works. Everyone shrugs and goes, you're playing Anvil Guard. I don't care what you do. Yeah. So if you didn't know, <laughs> one of already the, lost. the things that's cool about Anvil Guard is when you pick Anvil Guard, you can pick like an extra thing and it gives you your Charybdis and Hydras and monsters can have some traits or you can get another artifact or you can get D3 command points. The original thing was just D3 command get, points. Get D3 command points. And it was like, when? <laughs> and when does that happen? Because it just, it's a command trait that you would take, but then it never said when that happens. So do you just get them before the game starts and then they go away? Like, when did, and so we, we would always assume that it was when your turn activated, was when you got them. Uh, so the clarification is, once per battle, when you receive command points at the start of your hero phase, uh, you can receive D3. So they've just clarified it, that it's during your hero phase. Right. But you do get to pick. You can, that and that's actually kind of cool that's too neat. That's because nice. first I never took this because first turn is like neat I have five command points and I'm not in combat range of anything never going to use all of those yeah and you're not going to get to me but turn two or turn three turn might three need those extra yeah. command points you might not too shabby I mean if you play an anvil guard you probably don't make it to turn three but you know what optimism you're trying your best I'm trying you're trying, yeah. and you got some extra command points. And you can you feel like you accomplished something. You can issue you can issue some stuff to it, like uh, you know, if you've packed Anvil Guard with not Anvil Guard models, you probably can use it a little better. <laughs> like if you're doing it, but then why would you play that one? I don't know. Why would you play the 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 one that doesn't exist anymore? How dare you? How dare you, sir? <laughs> In the year of our Galatian champions, 2023. How dare you? What? Do you know if Am this, I wrong? Okay, Am I so wrong, here's bro? my here's my other New Year's resolution. Uh, in this New Year's resolution, I want to at some point be able to kill Marathi with Van Brecht because now that the champions thing is like, oh, the heroes are big and important. I want him to be able to to take out a Marathi. So someone's gonna have to spoon feed me a Marathi list so I can set this scenario up. I really was trying to think of a way to make to, to do like the whole "Am I wrong, bro?" thing. Uh, if you're familiar with the yeah. with the bit, to try and be like Van Brecht. Kill Morathi, bro. Like, it's a wicked, she's a wicked witch in the East. <laughs> she is. She really is. Oh, man. She's the, she's the wicked snake lady. She's a we wicked hate, snake we hate lady. We so much. Um, and she doesn't apply to the new rules, thank goodness. Because they can't give her anything else. No, please don't. And in fact, they kind of... Hey, if they're going to give her anything, give her points boost. More yeah. points. Make yeah, her cost more. Yeah. <laughs> 1,500-point Morathi list. <laughs> and if you bring... Uh, bring God, her now, bitches. If you bring Godric, it adds another 600 points on top of him. <laughs> It's a 3,000-point list. How, so I guess we should say getting onto the points now, talking about points and stuff. Yeah. Um, because all the, the Rata stuff, it, it, look for it. Look at your troops. Uh, there was some clarifications on some stuff. I don't think anything really changed drastically. It's a lot, a lot of, of just lot of rules, rewarding. Yeah, rules updates, rewarding, clarifying, like adding roundup to a thing. Yeah, exactly. Because that's important when you don't say it. And you're like, do I round up? Do I round down? Nobody nobody takes half wounds. <laughs> what the, right? What's a half wound? That's kind of dead. I guess. He's a little <laughs> wounded. He's getting better. Um, I'm not dead yet. There were, on the Gal- Battle Scroll Galatian Champions, January oh. 2023, there was one change uh, to the daughters, though, which I 
I think it's kind of funny because it's just both of their battle tactics. And what it essentially does is say that if two of those units uh, on these units battle tactics were witch elves, you don't get the additional point anymore. That's kind of a holdover um, from the original uh, GHB that they did where it was like, oh, if this is this unit is blank and if it's blank, it gets an extra one. Right. And so they're just kind of taking that away from daughters to give them less easy scored points um, during the battle tactics stuff because right now they kind of have Gen 1 battle tactics and they can do Gen 2. They can just kind of do stuff. And this makes me think that Gen 3 might also be easier because I've been on the record. I think the battle tactics in this last book were too difficult. There was like three that just, if you didn't have an army that could do that, you, you just couldn't. There was a lot of suppressed scoring. There was. And the scores were low, which is fine. But there were some armies... Like, when I play my all-demon Nurgle army, and it's like, well, I can't do half of these because yeah. I don't have the power to do this, and it doesn't go off in the right phase. It just, it's kind of janky. Right. Um, well, especially when they're, when your battle tactics, like your book battle tactics, are not, they are not balanced appropriately across the books. That is why people were talking about banning book battle tactics. Because right. the daughter's ones are like, go to an objective. Yeah. You got a point. And... The Nurgle ones are like, summon a great unclean one on turn five and have it occupy a point that it was not occupying in the first time and also defeat all enemies. It's like, what? That's a, that's a real battle tactic, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's like, uh, but, okay. Like, when half of them are like, are like they're sort of like specific to a particular clan that you're choosing, and it's like, cool, so this army got five battle tactics, but because I'm playing this one, I actually only got two out of the five yep. that are there. That doesn't seem like it's fair. That's the big problem with the Skaven book, I think, is that the battle tactics are so locked into the troops. If you want to try to play the tactic game, you have to bring, like, a multi-flavor Skaven army. Which, which is the worst way to yeah, play Skaven. It doesn't Skaven. really work that well. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's kind of... It's give or take. Uh, so, anyway, the Daughters of Cain thing. Uh, sorry, guys. You, you lost your ability if you've got units... Of, you've got Witch Elves and Sisters on objectives. You lost to give them a little bit more points. But I think that's okay. I think it's Daughters are in a good fun. place. And also... The hero swing, unit swing thing that everyone's about to get access to uh, in Daughters means your snake champion lady can swing, and then all of your snakes can swing at once. So I, they may have already had a way to do that. I assume they do. Because they have everything else. Because they probably do. But that's that's cool. Uh, I'm I'm fine with that change. I know it's going to be grumpy, but like, yeah, Dodgers players, you guys have a really good book. It's okay. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Don't <laughs> worry Let the rest it. of us catch up a bit. Yeah. But then so, we're on some pitched battle profiles. Yes. So... Uh, the way that we're gonna run through this is we're gonna we're just going top top to bottom, right? And we're gonna say, hey. Uh, so first things first on hey. these things. Uh, what's wrong with you? The <laughs> most of the point changes are to bring everything from a five point scale to a ten point scale. Yeah. So if you had a hero that was once 115 points, chances are he's now either 110 or 120. Yeah. If he hasn't been, and if he's been changed more than that, then that's probably a change to adjust. For level of play. Right. But anything else is going to be, if it's been changed by like five points, it's to bring it to a 10 point scale. This is far easier and it's actually going to make list building much easier as well because you do not have the random five pointers that are yes. sitting out there and you'll have dangly bits. How many 1995 lists did I make? It's like, dang it, this Tons. feels weird. Yeah, it feels weird. And, 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 and it never felt right. Yeah, and it's, I understand because it gives them a more granular control over the balance of the game, mm -hmm. but I'm not sure it's necessary for a game that is just not going to be balanced. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. It's pretty balanced. Like, I genuinely think AOS is a fairly balanced game. Right. Compared to the other one they've got. Uh, well, I guess Lord of the Rings is the third one. But, like, compared to 40K, I think generally AOS is considered to be more well-balanced, but it is still a dice game with a million moving parts. Yeah. So... And there's going to be a janky thing. Yeah, there's going to be a janky thing. Something's going to be broken. But yeah, that's so that is the 
the primary role of most of these point changes. Yeah. Part two of this is, so as we go through this, we'll just be like, hey, you know, if there's anything that's particularly of note to stand out and we want to talk about, we will spend some extra time on it. But otherwise, we'll just say, hey, these, did they get point changes? Yay or nay? Are those point changes significant? Yay or nay? Yeah. If there's something that stands out, we'll talk about it. But the spicy little third piece of this is we may be able to tell the future. Yes. Because there are some of these that did not get any point changes. That's true. And we know that some of those have books that are coming. They must. They must for their their points are already set in stone. Mm-hmm. They have they have been for they have been foreordained. It is reasonable to believe that the ones that have gotten less point changes may actually be the books that may be coming. That's true. Because if all they're doing is adjusting it by five here and there just to get it to the ten point scale, and you go, but wait, this army still needs some work and they haven't had a book in a while, and they're not one of the announced books, it's a pretty good indication. Pretty good indication. I think we can even go a step further. I think we can predict a little bit more about how they want the game to play by looking at what they've discounted versus what they've raised. They gasp. I know. This is only what we can do because uh, the armies we play a lot of because we kind of go, oh, okay, they're yeah, boosting I see, this. Yeah, I kind of see where they're going with some yeah. of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I said all that to say that we're going to open with cities and then immediately just talk for, like, a lot about cities. So. <laughs> Sorry, they front loaded all the order ones, and uh, guess what? It's cities. Well, it, we do start with order. We have to go. We have to go in order because that's the easiest way to scroll through this damn thing. We're on uh, tablets. Yeah, we we've... we can't say the other thing because that's protected. Oh, I think we could say. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I I just Apple. <laughs> that is as a blank product that everyone uses. We are on screen pads <laughs> from Fruit Code. <laughs> What's the what's the Disney one pair or something yeah. like all the pair phones and like stuff? Phones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so so hey, we got Battle Scroll uh, order. Let's talk about some cities of Sigmar. So uh, you want you want me to leave this one as the well the for, weird old we'll, shit we'll, collector we'll, here in the room? We'll answer the first question: Did they get points updates? Oh yep. Oh yes. Yes. A lot of them are for the are for the ten point scale. Yes. But some of them are not. Some of them. So are Zach, weird. Which ones got? Larger point adjustments, and are any of them of particular interest to you? Since you are the cities player, I don't play cities. I don't touch those <laughs> stupid freaking normies. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm, at this point, my city's armies just looks like an insane Dungeons and Dragons party <laughs> running away from monsters. Uh-huh. Uh, so, the first thing I want to notice is the Charybdis was most was perfectly placed at one thirty. Uh, <laughs> I t- I was really hoping they were just going to be like, you know what, hundred points, just fucking do it this year, man. It's the last time. <laughs> just- we're not going to let not you use this, this model anymore. Here's 40 Charybdis. Yeah, you want you, 100 points, guess what? And you can make one a hero. There you go. Run 20 Charybdis, you bastard. And I'd be like, I'll buy six more. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. Don't think I won't do it. <laughs> you can't, so can't the Charybdis no. didn't, but the Hydra uh, went down five. That's just an adjustment thing. Yep. But I want to point out that that actually puts it within 10 points of the Charybdis. They're both good, and my love for the Charybdis doesn't preclude the fact that the Hydra's good in different scenarios, too. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of neat to, to bring them um it gives me personally a little bit of variety the steam tank and steam tank with commander both dropped 15 and 20 respectively yeah which makes me think okay do they want more of that weird army that's i've only ever known one person to the all steam tank shout out chris and uh it didn't work (laughs) he met me at the bottom tables and i actually beat him by accident but it was lovely with an osiarch army that i picked up and played that weekend after it came out yeah so it's such a but it was a fun list such a great thing to look at yeah just cannons running around shooting stuff so i don't i guess a bunch of fucking laser beams uh the other important thing i think to notice 
in the last, in the White Dwarf update, which is assumedly since Dawnbringer is going to be taking control of cities, there's not going to be a cities book anymore after this. Right. Um, they gave the uh, Black Dragons and the Griffins the mount traits mm-hmm. abilities. Well, if you'll notice, the Free Guild on Griffin, General on Griffin, is down 20, and the Battle Mage is down 15. Uh, that's pretty good. I think that that plus the demographs, the demographs going down five is, a, is I think, point, an adjustment. It's a point adjustment. But they could have gone up. They went down. So what I'm seeing here is some interesting synergy where it's like, do you want some more griffins? They're not going to apply to the, this is where I'm going to do some theory crafting. The griffins are too big. They're on a mount. They don't apply to the Galatian champions or whatever the new rule is. So is that why they're being cheaper? Because they don't have that synergy with the rest of the 400,000 things in the Cities of Sigmar list. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to make them a little cheaper thereby kind of making them better choices for at least if you're building an army and you want to use those griffins, you want to use the mount traits and stuff like that. I think this is an indication that like they want to have, hey, you can bring this really cool thing or this thing that synergizes and the points are baked into the synergies less so than just the thing. Like they're based more on the book versus overall Mm -hmm. power. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of interested to see what Dombringers is going to look like. Um, I don't think they would be discounting stuff this heavily if it won't be in the new book. Right. Like, they're not, I know they're redoing a lot of stuff, and people are like, oh, they're going to redo all of the Free Guild and Cities lines. I, I doubt no, that. No, they're not doing that. We're going to get new Free Guild troops. They're going to be multi-posed, and you're probably going to be able to do rifles, halberds, swords. Like, you might have one kit instead of having the ranged kit and the standard kit. It'll just be across just one. Yeah, it's one yeah. kit that will give you the option of either. So in you a way, have melee or shooting. It's in a way like how they do their 40k kits for like uh, Imperial Guard. Boy, that dated me. What a, whatever they are called at this point, wow. the Astra Militarum. Um, but like you know, you get the guys, but it had to each kind of different gun, and they all have all the varieties and stuff is already in there. Yeah, I think yeah. that might be something that would make a lot of sense for for this box because otherwise. No one's going to want to go buy individual stuff for the same guy. Yeah, well, it's also, I mean, it's honestly, it's probably cheaper for packaging. Yes, cheaper for packaging. We've only been seeing bits of their STL files, so I assume that those are just the bits that will be on the sprue for us to accessorize for, yeah, and stuff. Do stuff with. Um, so it's, I kind of look at They're this They're all going to have like, silly hats. Oh, absolutely. These should absolutely have silly hats. I will be upset if these don't have the silliest hats in all of the Age of Sigmar. Uh, but yeah, so for the most part, the city stuff is a lot of points adjustments just to make things on that scale. Yeah, there's. I do want to point out the two. The one thing that was weird to me is the scourge runner chariot going up fifteen points. Yeah, that was. I was actually about to point that out for you. That that's. Uh, yeah. What a what an interesting choice. So I've I've used them. They're not good. <laughs> I don't like. They're okay, and they are fast. They can sit on an objective. They got a. Maybe they can hit you with a D3 shot at a distance, but they're never, they're not going to overperform. And honestly, at six, like 80 points is about where they feel like they should land. Is it because they can be run as battle line? And so because they want to up that cost a little bit so that it's not like just the absolute cheapest battle line option, because then you could run, if they were, when they were at, what was it, 85 yeah. previously, so that you could get basically all of your battle line taken care of in. Less than 300 points. Ah, but my friend, <laughs> I would like to point you up to the Black Art Corsairs. No, I'm, yes. Well, they're down by wor- five. They're even worse, though. <laughs> they are. Yes. Yes, they are. But uh, you get a lot of them. They're cheap, and they can do a bunch of nonsense attacks. Yeah. Uh, and if you've got the one spell off that makes their save a zero, then the, and everybody's good in Amphicard. If the opponent doesn't get to roll saves, everybody's doing everybody's great. Everybody's great. It's on to you to fail. But yeah, the chariot going up 15 instead of 
down five is such a weird yeah. thing. And I'm like, does somebody was somebody getting beat by someone internally at GW that was running one of these things and abusing its giant yeah. like pie plate size? I, I have to imagine. I have to imagine because of its of its size and speed. They're like with and possibly because of the way the objectives are, are going to work in some way, shape, or form. Like, yeah. if your score, like the black art, because black art crusaders have a movement of six. Yes, five or six. Yeah, and these the chariots have a movement of I want to say twelve, twelve, fourteen. It's a uh, it's either eight or twelve or fourteen. It's one of the one of the chariot. One of the, it's one of the speed. It's one of the speed things. I'm looking it up, but please yeah, okay. continue. But anyway, so blah, 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 if you if you're talking about like you know if it's a speed 12. thing where you, huh twelve it's twelve okay yeah. so that that's a that's a pretty significant like that's double the speed basically yeah right so you're paying twenty more points for twice the movement yeah to get on obje- I mean if to that get gets, on if that gets you on objectives and you get to score first and the rest of your army because that's just your battle line so you just shut shuck your battle line out into objectives cap get your points real quick. And then you're like, okay, they're gonna die. But oh, I got, oh boy, I, are they I gonna die? I scored three points or whatever. How many points I needed to get for turn? Let me tell you. Hooray! If you're playing Anvil Guard <laughs> and you're playing with Scourge Privateers, nothing in your army is gonna survive a hit. It's like, all gonna die. It's all gonna fold like paper. You're just you're just trying to die as slowly as possible yeah. with a million guys on the table. Yeah. Uh, but that was the, that's the weird one for cities. That's, yeah, that's the strange stuff. Anyway, um, that's the next one. Daughters. Daughters. There's um, a couple big changes. Yeah, a couple big points, changes. Most most mostly. Five point changes. Yes, but um, we could talk. I mean, the first ma- the first one that I would like to talk about is a major change. Is that Marathi Kane is up twenty points? Yes. Can we make that more? <laughs> Can we add a little more? Can we on add top a little more? Can we, could instead of that twenty point increase, could it have been a seventy point increase? <laughs> yeah, I guess the seven hundred looks nice. It does. Seven seven fifty would look nicer. Seven fifty looks great. Yeah. Uh, eight hundred. We get up to eight hundred. We're just getting, making the same cost as the guys, yeah, honestly. We're, we're getting close to the point where Marathi almost feels, like, power level-wise. It's like Nagash levels. Yeah, and with all the synergies and stuff in the book it, and with her ability. Yeah, it's I, real gross. I wonder if that is just a thing that because while she is still fantastically good, she's not going to be able to do the swing and have her unit swing thing. I know she can still have one attack during the hero phase, so she, but also, like... It's still gross. She's still only a certain amount of people on an objective. She and still now never that, dies. She still never dies, but um, I wonder if there's more ways to, like, mitigate the fact with that her a little thing. Bit? Yeah, because I've heard a lot of times it's just, just screen her out and just let her sit there for four turns. Assuming that um, you have screens. That's, that's <laughs> always the thing with daughters, is there's ways to beat them if you brought it. If you brought if it. If you didn't bring it, you're going to you're get gonna, hurt. You're going to hurt. There's a couple um, armies like that, too. Yeah. Did but, you notice the trend in all these points where the biggest drops hit in every army that has them available? Uh, it's uh, named Heroes. It's named Heroes, and it's very specifically the uh, Warhammer Underworlds named Heroes. Because mm-hmm. uh, the Shadeborn here in uh, Slythal, Sylvester, so Shadestalker, Stallone here. <laughs> Sylvester Shadestalker? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's 80 point it's drop. Shadeborn! It's an 80 point drop. Was yeah. 290, now 210. Yes. So that is really interesting. And I've noticed that all of the uh, Underworlds uh, units got huge I drops. I kind of think they might be trying to move some Underworlds models. Well, also. <laughs> That's a little hero guy that can't take advantage of the swing and the unit swing unless it's built into those war scrolls. A couple of them have. So they're less useful for the hero hammer stuff coming up. Also, please buy those models. I, I wonder if that's also a little bit of, please buy these models. Please buy these models. Some of them are good. Yeah. Some, some most of them, are, some... of them historically have been average mm, to bad. To terrible. Yeah. As Just of like, the... To Charles Barkley level terrible. Terrible. They're sort of terrible. Um, there was... 
the when they did redid it and it had the ones where it was the Stormcast and the Cruel Boys. Whenever that edition hit, mm-hmm. then they started being pretty usable in lists. Um, because like the canines, the ones from canine, it's not canine, it's like something mispronounced. Yeah. Um, but the ones for the Ossiarchs are pretty good. The Stormcast ones were decent. They were they were okay. I was like the Iron Jaws ones. Yeah, the Iron Jaws ones were pretty good. The, the, those the were probably the Savage Orc ones was great. Uh, oh yeah. It just it was more like, well, I just want to use this guy as another weird nut shaman. Like I don't, <laughs> I, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't necessarily the wanted the rest yeah. of them in the army. But like that, like that little pack for Iron Jaws was nice because it was like they were, a they're dirt cheap and it's five dudes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a, that could be a potential smash and bash or yeah. something like that. Yeah, having it's those like little, a very silly thing that you can like stick on an objective for corn players. Just bring those guys, let them die. It's a yeah. blood tithe point. Blood tithe. So yeah, daughters. Blood that, for the blood god. That's the that's the biggest thing. Yeah, is uh, Marathi, and then the Shadesporn. Shadesporn. <laughs> Shadesporn. We should go to the next army while yeah. I can still. Although speak. The, uh, I d- the blade wind also dropping in is down twenty points. Oh yeah. As they're on the spell. Wow. I I'm assuming that, that. I, that uh, I'm guessing that the blade wind is ne- then never used. I I've never, I've never seen it. Seen it. Yeah. I see the snake a lot. Right. But I, I don't think I've ever seen the blade wind. So I guess that maybe, I mean, it's 30 points now. And if everything's moving to a 10 point scale, that actually might just be daughter's players might find themselves in 1970 and go. Yeah. Yeah. Cause what <laughs> else are they going to do? Um, there's nothing that's going to fall into that. Yeah. So I think you can take that. Stormcast Eternals off that ally list, but you know what I'm just saying. Ooh. I'm just, I'm just saying. Ooh. All um, right, next one, Fire Slayers. All right, Fire Slayers. So uh, I was excited about this because it dropped just enough for my Fire Slayers list to be able to include a Grimath Berserker now. Because I was like, Lovely. I because he uh, he went up by five, so he's one ten, but everybody else dropped by like tens and fives. Yeah. So no drastic change here, except for once again, uh, Fuel Grimnair and the Chosen Axes are down twenty. That's your. Be a little kit there. And Hearthguard Berserkers are down ten. Yeah, and the Flame Spitters down ten, which is okay. All all the invocations being forty is actually great. They're all pretty useful. So yeah, they're it, all useful in their own ways. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of neat. So, I like the Flame Spitter. I think that's probably the least useful for the way the army plays, but I just like it because it's kind of neat. Yeah. Um. But they genuinely across the board just kind of got to like minus tens and uh, fives and stuff like that. Yeah. So if you got a Fire Slayer's army, chances are you might have enough space to squeeze in like uh, eighty point hero or, or like an extra spell. Yeah, something like that. You do have allies in cities uh, sorry, of Sigmar. Invocation. Invocation. Yeah, you've got allies in cities of Sigmar. So if you're down like sixty or seventy, there might be a little hero over there that can yeah, bring jump a little in dude. Yeah, and a little, stuff. Little little thing. Yeah, yeah, like that. Um, Deepkin. Uh, I don't know what I'm looking at. <laughs> I like the Eidolons getting cheap. Yeah. So 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 the two big changes here are that the. Uh, that the Bloodthirsty Shiver went up 15 points. Uh, now, that means that the... Now, it doesn't actually mean that the Bloodthirsty Shiver went up 15 points. It means that each of the sharks went up five. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what that is. Yeah. <laughs> but, but presented in a confusing but, way. But presented in a confusing way because, my God, if that Bloodthirsty Shiver is not confusing for everybody that does not play Eidneth Deepkin. Um, but the big one... I mean, the, so the biggest change is that the uh, Kelly and Leviathans have dropped 40 points. So they're down, down to 460, which does mean now you can do that, it. Uh, four turtle dumb is a possibility. You can play ninja turtles on the tabletop. Uh, I will, and I eagerly anticipate and await all of your ninja turtles pictures that you will be sending me. Yes, please um, show us how you're doing your ninja. Also, show us which um, which hero you're taking to most look like Master Splinter. I want to know. How do we know. do that? I want to yeah. know. Uh, and then the other one is the uh, the aspect of the storm is actually dropping thirty five points to make it closer in line with the aspect of the sea. This is super interesting because the 
Aspect of the Storm. That's the fighty that's one. That's the fighty one. Yeah. Which I always thought was the better one. He's pretty good. Yeah. The Aspect of the Sea, I think, because it's the magic one. It can, and it can heal itself if it doesn't cast and stuff. I think right. it's got more That's the one that I always brought because I just like the ability to do some magic y stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they're, bas- they're five points away from each other. This is the other really interesting bit that I found on this one is that the Aspect of the Sea did not get changed to the 10 point scale. Everything else did except for them. I feel like that might be a mistake. That absolutely has to be a mistake. <laughs> yeah. They would not have let one single thing be on the five-point system. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Volturnus is down 20. Yeah. So the named uh, Achillean King is down 20, po- is down 20 points. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense because Volturnus is just not brought. Usually you just bring in the Achillean King. And with Volturnus can't do the swing and my friend's swing. Oh, he's got a mount, so neither of them can do it because they got a mount. That's yeah. right. Yeah, so this army probably won't take as much advantage of that. Oh, you might see the, uh, what's the Soul Renders, the guy with the scythe? Yeah. More melee-based heroes, I'm actually thinking now. You might see a little more of that. A little more. Um, a little dust more. off those 30 Stormcast melee heroes that <laughs> never get played because there's no point in they're it. Gonna be, they're going to be seeing some table time. So I think these, these are nice point changes for, um, for Ideneth. Yeah, mostly uh, in the green. Mostly in the green, yeah. So, uh, next one. Hey, it's you again. Hey, it is. It's Carriage and Overlords. Boy, um, this this has almost got a slash is, level of ooh, green here. Good lord. This is, a, this is a weird collection of stuff. So, frigates just dropped 10 points. So, instead of 250, they're 240 now. Doesn't really change a whole bunch, I think, there. No, because um, you've got big, expensive things in this army. Yeah. The Navigator and the Admiral both went up 15 points. I think, I'm just thinking, that the purpose for those going up in points is because the other heroes are dropping in points mm-hmm. <laughs> to kind of even it <laughs> to out kind of even it out a little bit i think for the most part this is to kind of just balance where everybody's kind of sitting as far as generic play goes um but brock grunson dropping 40 points is like oh my god please let run mast run mustache guns this is yeah. just gw being like can you please run mr mustache guns we're the coolest model we've ever built Yes, we're aware that you can only run him in Barknar, which is probably the worst Skyport. Mm-hmm. Not the worst Skyport. It's personally one of my favorite Skyports. But I understand the utility of it is not particularly great when your major bonus is you get Thunderers as battle line, and then you get to dis- like you get to say no spells around yeah. me, no no to the magics. No to the magic. Oh, they've all died because Thunderers die immediately <laughs> in combat. Immediately. <laughs> yeah. But at you know, at 160 points as a named hero who actually has like a lot of like really cool abilities, yeah, uh, and just like a pretty decent profile as far as shooting goes, kind of useful. And a sweet I, top I, hat. And a sweet top hat. Yeah, I think. I mean, I've always wanted to run that, um, like a more Barak, uh, Barknar list. So, so you'll be putting him on the table. Then I, I will 100 percent put All him right. on the table. Again. If you do that, I will put Vok Morton on the table from the Ossiarch Bone Reapers, who's another awesome hero that just was always too expensive and not worth ever bringing. But he he had a similar drop of like, just please play this model. Yeah, it's the can you please just play this for the love of God? Because I mean, he's now the same price as the Ender Master with the Dirgeal suit. Oh yeah, they're both 160. Hmm, I did not notice that. Interesting. You still have to pick which one. I mean, I guess. Well, bring both. Bring so both. That way, that way, you can bring the End Riggers or the uh, Sky Wardens as a uh, as battle line. Oh yeah. Do you think there is ever a way to play KO without ships? Someone I was reading on a forum where someone was like, "I can build a KO list without ships." Do you think this is going to ever work? Yes. yes. I imagine it's just gun lines. It, so uh, it's kind of Sky Wardens. Those are the balloon guys. Those are the balloon guys. Yeah. But the but if you bring if you bring them up with like a lot of pikes and you just like chart if you're just expect expecting them to like die 
And you're like, all right, I don't need any of these things to survive. I just need them to hit really hard one time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that works. The sky, like the sky worms thing is a viable strategy. It's not a great strategy, but you can do it. You can do it without ships. You can just bring a crap ton of sky wardens and say, they're all, this is a melee based army now. I may, <laughs> for reasons that are unbeknownst to any of us. Why do you have to make me want to play KO? And just do a melee-based KO or me. Just a melee-based KO or me. I mean, you can do it. Skywarns are 100 points pop. I know. It, the, the problem there is the financial cost. Of, yeah, because they, they, yeah, well, because they're they're three models, and it's three models in a pack, and I think the pack is 45 bucks. Three or six for that pack. Three. three? Ugh. Three Ugh. Ugh. They, it's one of the reasons I never even considered it. Yeah. There, there was somebody that ran a bunch of Skywardens as, as an army for a long time. I know a uh, friend of the show, Cody, ran one ship and a shit ton of Skywars. Yeah, so that's, yeah, I think it was, but that was back on like a 2.0 book, I think. Yeah. Was how he, it was how he run it. It was a really, it's a good list. It was 2.0 because I was playing it with my old Nurgle. Yeah. But it was really solid. Like, it was just a bunch of freaking Skywardens, and he had one ship. I mean, he... Dropped, dropped the ship and just run a bunch more Skywardens. He beat me with shooting, and I was playing Nurgle Demons. Yeah. So I was like, that's a solid list It's then. just, it's... It's just a buckets of it's the old buckets of attacks, tech, yeah. like technology type of thing. Or you just run in stuff because you just have a lot of bodies. If you make your opponent roll enough dice, eventually they'll roll one. They're they're gonna they're gonna miss eventually, uh, and that's kind of it on that front. Yeah. So uh, let's say Luminoth Realm Lords. All right. So hey, uh, I don't know what half of these models are. So <laughs> so the big ones that I I would see uh, so uh, Alarth, the Spirit of the Mountain. That that point change is most likely due to the new book because that went down thirty points, but that's because it's the named hero. Yeah, right. So, but this, but the stone mage has gone up ten points to go to one thirty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, same thing for uh, the stone guard's gone up ten points. Uh, Avalon or the stone heart king has gone up twenty points. That's now a four forty point model. It's a good yeah. model. It's just expensive. It is, yeah. Um, but hey, look at uh, Elenia and Elathor. Yeah. The the twins. The twins. Down 40 drop. points. Please put them on the table. Please put them on the table. Anybody but you who has, <laughs> the, who has as them. far as I know, the only person that's played them. I, I, I really like them. They don't do a lot. And they didn't, and you didn't play them in the right army either. So <laughs> <laughs> really didn't, but they're fun. <laughs> yeah. They look neat. They look neat. Um, they're broken right now. They did not, they did not survive the move. I can imagine why they're doing a backflip off of a yeah, single I gotta, toe Yeah, I gotta re-glue them back together. Um, but that, yeah, I mean, 220, that's. It, oh god, it's getting it's getting it's getting tasty to bring him back. Bring him back to those order armies. Yeah, it's like as allies they, that does drop them. Out, yeah, they just ally to everything. Yeah, order wise. Um, yeah, I think those are good point changes all around for Lumineth. I think so too. I think I like I like the new Lumineth book, and I know we've talked about in the past how ridiculously our unbalanced that army was when it came out and then the multiple confusing changes and then the it, fact that it was just an, an unfun play experience yeah, when it came out. It feels like it's in a good place now. It absolutely is. Yeah. I, I Reading through the book, I haven't played against it proper. I haven't played against the things that used to be unfun, mm-hmm. like specifically sets of archers shooting you across the table and you can't do anything about it and you right. just die. Um, or foxes that technically can never be hit and are always right on the objective. But, you know, like that kind of... All the little tricks are still there, but they're not quite as definitive. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, this is just going to happen no matter what. There's no. a there's a dice roll put in, or it's less, or it's once per game. So they still have all those cool tricks, but it's not just constantly making you feel yeah. like you can't do anything against the And it'll, it'll be interesting because they have that swing and swing 
effect built in built into their army. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be interesting to see how that's gonna fare now with other people getting to do that in the new book. Yeah, and like the new seasonal book. Yeah, because they already have it baked in, Mm -hmm. so it won't. That part actually won't play. I think is as as hard in the yeah. army as it, it does like because that's the thing that freaking murdered me when I played when I played Mackenzie Lumineth and I had my freaking orcs I swung one time and then he was like cool my swing back my swing back my swing and I was like oh no yeah they get to pre smash and bash <laughs> yeah I was like but you didn't kill anything he was like yeah I get a better smash and bash than the smash and bash player I was like that's just mean <laughs> <laughs> yes yes it is but uh, I think we can all agree. That the silver, the silver, the Illuminate are in a, a pretty decent place. Yeah, they're um, much better now than they were. Good gracious. Yeah, yeah, and that's. I'm a little nervous that they're going to have a new book relative sometime this year to get the other temple, and it'll go right back into that chaos form. And I yeah. feel bad because, like, yeah, we've taken the piss out of them, but uh, for people that love Illuminate, it has been a journey to try Ooh. to figure out how to play that army correctly. And, and you, have you've fun been, with You've it. been on an adventure. Yeah, so, you know... So our, we're, our, we're, starting, we're starting to feel for you. If you're still a Lumineth player, that means you didn't buy him just to take advantage of these stupid mortal wounds of the billion... Broken... Yeah, you're not winning at all costs yeah. at this. You actually just really love those elves. Yeah, and then I'm glad those that you're finally getting... Stupid, balanced. shiny elves. <laughs> stupid, giant hat dummy elves. <laughs> <laughs> we say, like, half of our armies don't wear even stupider hats. Most... Half of, like, half of your armies don't wear pants. That's true, yeah. <laughs> Some of my armies are just a bunch of dead guys. Um... So, Seraphon's next on the list. Whew. Yeah. So, Seraphon has been in a good place for a couple of years. They're in a less good place now. They're in a slightly <laughs> less good place. Uh, they're, whereas, uh, it looks like every other army in this game, when they had the choice to go up or down five, they usually went down. Right. With Seraphon, Seraphon they went, no, no. sir. <laughs> we will go up on everything. Everything is going, like, I mean, it's the first one of the orders where the majority is red. Yeah, much like the Chevelle song Burgundy? of the early 2000s, I, I was seeing red is. again when I pulled this up. Because, oh my gosh, it is all the way down. With the exception of, once again, the Shade, Shadespire, uh, whatever the, the Underworld, Underworld thing is, that's good. Um, the Carnosaur, I like the Old Blood and Carnosaur, well, both the Carnosaurs went down a little bit. That's kind of cool, but like nothing here probably changes too much of list composition. I assume, and I just don't know because I don't. we don't play this, yeah. I assume there were some pretty good lists that maybe this takes one less thing out of that list. Like, oh, you were bringing five Bastilodons, now you can only bring four. Like, it yeah. kind of nerfs I, I think it, think it might have. I think it might nudge you out of, like, the one extra thing type of thing. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think in most list construction, I think I usually people bring an Engine of the Gods. That going up 15 points. All I've ever fought is Seraphon in the last two years is a bunch of dinosaurs with lasers on their backs, and then one of them pooped snakes. <laughs> and I don't know what was going on. And, it's a, like, and in the background, very... a dead toad was just throwing fucking comets at me the whole time. Just... And I don't know what's going on, and my orcs ran up and just died. It's just dying without yeah so yeah if you're a seraphon player uh let us know in the comments uh, how this affects your army yeah. like what's what's going on i love saying that because we're, we're what comments um <laughs> where are you gonna leave a comment yeah here? we don't leave a comments i don't know tag us on twitter i've been going on twitter and just trying to start fights with you people a, do you have a twitter still yeah we have the twitter oh i have mine and then the atlanta warhammer one well i mean i know it still exists i just i've left the cesspool yeah i just go and I, 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 I wait it out Basically, the way I use the Atlanta Warhammer Twitter is I wait for somebody to get on the Warhammer sphere and make some dumb transphobic gatekeeping statement or something, and I just try to pick fights with them. I like it. Okay, just fight all the way up. Yeah. Like, oh, you've got 17,000 subscribers? Cool, I've got 12. Let's go. Let's do this. Bring it. <laughs> uh, uh, so that's Seraphon. That's Seraphon. And you know who else likes to pick fights? Stormcast. Stormcast. All right. Whew, you got a lot. 
This is all you, buddy. Yeah, okay. Because uh, so. other than Gardas Steel Soul, who went up 20 points, everybody else is dropping. Yeah, you got a couple. Libs going up to five, 20 is great. Um, and because it, it just puts a lot of your battle line in the same kind of area. And the only Lord Relictor going up five. I honestly think that's because the Knight Relictor was five points away from him. And mm-hmm. it was so silly that it was like, why would you just not bring the guy that's five points better that can do automatic plus one to prayers and has two better scroll? It's like, it's just, why not? Now that he's a little more, maybe you don't, you're still not going to bring the Knight. You're going to put the Relictor in first and then build around him. So this doesn't change any of the lists that use that guy. I'm so, I, I was, I, I'm not going to say I'm, I was mad though, because the Celestar Ballista only dropped 10 points and I really needed to drop 20 points. Oh, uh, to be able to fit into to the... Really, to fit two Celestar Ballistas. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, so, talking about the list, there's a couple of big changes for uh, Stormcast fans at home that's that's going to change how you build your Stormcast list, I think, pretty drastically. Are you going to bring a Tarlon for finally? Uh, yes, actually. <laughs> so, the Tarlon's always been good, it's just there were better options right. at that level. And it looked stupid. And it gets kind of... Donkey Mouth <laughs> has got a little bit of a fucked up face, Yes. <laughs> Um, to be fair, the Star Drake model also has the weirdest pose. Like, some of the Stormcast models are so cool and yet so weird at the same time. Um, it's like you can't draw feet. Yeah, it is. It's, it's <laughs> the Rob Blackfield Sorry. So, what I've seen here, Sequitur is going down to 120. Sequiturs are a good battle line option because they can be incredibly defensive or do more damage. They have the Redemption Cache, which lets you basically, if the... Sequitur Prime or whatever is near a unit, it doesn't get to bring models back from the dead. So if you're just happen to end up against Stoplight Rave Lords and you have that Sequitur army, you've shut off their book. They're, they're you just shut their book off. Yeah. That's a really good silver bullet. And at 120, it's almost worth just throwing a pack of five of those guys in. Keep them in space. And if, just if you don't need them to do that targeted thing, drop them just. on an objective because they're super tough now. And they can get... I think a three up save with a plus one. So I think you can negate a rend and still have a three up save. Or if you got somebody doing resurrection, pop those suckers on a graveyard. You turn off the graveyard. No great. No summon in there, baby. Yeah. So them coming down 25 points is good because I love sequiturs. Uh, honestly, that was the chamber that I have the most Stormcast of is the, uh, the magic users chamber. And I'm, Excited, because that's the one that took the most point drops. It mm-hmm. kind of reads into your theory of maybe magic is going to be more of a point in here, because it gives, it makes that an option. Stormcast has a lot of good options to play, but if you want to win tournaments and you want to win competitively, you were kind of always leaning into dragons recently. Right. Or heavy shooting. They don't want you to do heavy shooting anymore. They want you to kind of have a little bit of a variety, I can I think. Um, what's interesting is their um, sh- underworld stuff dropped Amongst all the Underworlds drops, theirs was some of the lowest, because they're still Stormcast. Because they're still Stormcast, yeah. yeah. so it's still pretty good. But uh, let's talk about some of these big changes. So first off, you've got um, Astria Soulblight, which is the mounted uh, evocator on t- um, uh, Thundercat. It has dropped 25, right? Yeah, dropped 25. She's a solid hero and has a good spell, and that's, that's like, a good thing. Mm-hmm. Looking farther down here, Knight Arcanum, once again, down 25. Uh, that's the automatic... Uh, no, I'm sorry. The Knight on Condom is not the automatic unbind. This is the, that's the encanter. You know, this is the problem with Stormcast is uh, even I start to go, wait. Wait, which one is this one? What's the difference between a Knight Zephyros and a Knight? Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, so you, basically all those drops are on all the little heroes that you just didn't see getting brought because they didn't really have the synergy yeah. or in the instance of the Knight Quester, it's a solid fighting combat hero in an army where everybody already does that. So... What was the point of spending 120 points to bring him? But at 100 points, and he swings, and then six Annihilators swing, if that works, or mm-hmm. something like that, 
then it becomes very valuable. Yeah. So I think that there's that's why they dropped all those heroes like that. The Lord Arcanum on Taralon dropping thirty five solid solid two fifty. That's a, it's a great unit, it, and that's a perfect point yeah. spot for it. Is the uh, is the Lord Ordinator the one that boosts the shooting? Yes, Lord Ordinator. Yeah. Yep. So that's pretty solid. I I do want to I, I want to pick your brain about this Drake Sworn Templar because that's a fifty five point drop. So let's talk about that guy because <laughs> you notice the Lord Celestine on Star Drake did not drop at all. Right. These models are not very far apart in their abilities. The Lord Celestine's abilities are more that he gets the free command and he's a little more. He's actually not that much more damaging. And the Knight is the one that has the bow, and so it's like he's got a little more range. The Knight. The Drakesworn Templar, I, I'm going to refer to it as a knight, but it's the Drakesworn Templar. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a big old distraction card effects, but it has one of the cool things with like the Thunder Axe. You can't pile in if you're within three inches of it. Now, you've met a Star Drake. You're aware of how big that base is. Right. For 400 points, you can shut off half the board of pylons like you're sloppity bob piping all over the place over there. And then when they get in, they still have to deal with a fucking Star Drake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. I don't know... I'm going to hate saying this because the Celestine on Star Drake has been one of the things I, if I'm bringing a Star Drake, it's that guy. I yeah. don't know that he's as valuable versus them because his bounce back wounds thing is, eh, that's okay. It's good, but like, is that worth 100 points? So this dropping actually weirdly makes me think more about the one that didn't drop because now this is like, well, that might be a better option because you can bring two of them and still have 200 points left over in a 2K list. Right. Or in a 1K list, which I just want to point that out. Uh, you could do that. So there's some nasty stuff you can do now with Star Drakes. I'm really excited to, I mean, I have a Drake Storm and a Lord Celestin, but you can you can run them as whatever you want. Your your opponents does not know what Stormcast <laughs> model you are playing, Stormcast players. If you look at it and go, this is a Knight Heralder, but I'm going to use him as a Knight Quester model, they're going to go, yeah. all right, I'm not sure which one is that. So you just do that. Uh, and then the Evocators on Celestial Dracolines also yeah. dropping 40 points. Thunder Kitties. Thunder Kitties. That's good. Um, down from two, uh, for they were 280, they're now down to 240. That puts them in a really good spot because that means that you're now picking between Evocators and the Dracolines. Dracolines are faster, they got the mount traits and stuff, but less Pikachu electricity at the end because you're only rolling for three models instead of five, and they don't have a bunch of... It's kind of like, what do you what do you want to do? Do you want What's a little fast-mounted thing, or yeah. do you want more of a sturdy... 10 wounds worth of guys that can kind of hold an objective. Uh, I think that, I mean, I'm going Dracolines because I like them and I have six of them. And now I got to actually paint the other three. Oh, thanks, Games Workshop. <laughs> thanks, James. Um, and, and then, interestingly enough, it's the same thing. The Hunters and Paladors went down as well, the Vanguard Chamber. So you'll probably see some of those coming in. I think that you're going to see more diverse Stormcast lists, which I'm really excited about because all the points have come down except for the one that was supposed to that didn't the friggin comet you guys nerfed it and then you left it at 90 jerks i don't understand that. yeah it's not worth 90 points it's solid i don't think it's worth 90 it's points. not worth 90 points it's worth like 50 points now i would say 50 or 60 yeah, yeah. in stormcast i'd say 50 or 60 because it's good with how they play but honestly i would drop the 90 I points because you know what I else just... is 90 points Griffhound, baby, Griffhound. they're back under hundred. That's just, where they're supposed to be. I'm just bad. I'm just bummed that the that the comet hasn't dropped down to fifty points because that was my chosen spell of spell in a bottle. And it is, and it's a fun spell in the bottle. Yeah, I. Uh, like, what did you What did you bring for your spell in a bottle? I brought a comet. I'm so sad <laughs> the Griffhounds don't have a way to be battle line. Yeah, just can't run dogs and cats. <sighs> just let me do it, you bastards. Yeah. Also, the birds went up five points. What a jerk! What a jerk move. Yeah, they were like, up. all right, if the birds are going to move up or down, which one do they got to go with? I think the birds are actually kind of good. We'll move them up. Yeah, the birds actually are kind of good. Yeah. I, I, the amount of times I have 
made an opponent travel across the board with a 200 or 300 point model to deal with one fucking bird on their objective. And they got to get it off the objective somehow. Yes. Yeah. The birds are pretty good. Such a nightmare. It is. Also, shout out to Castigators going on to the the list of please dear God play these models. (laughs) Being 90 points, you know what? Take them, guys. At 90 points, they're good. Everybody has slept on Castigators, but at being able to get six of them for 180 points is... It's kind of like the sequiturs. It's a thing you don't need until you need it, and then they explode on... I think they still do extra damage to demons and night haunt. So it's like, you don't know that you need them, and they're solid until they do, and you can wipe an army on the first turn kind of stuff. Take your castigators. Find your castigators and start collecting boxes. Blow, or, the, blow the dust off them. Yeah, blow the dust. Oh, no, it wasn't start collecting. They were in like the... Um, uh, it was like a three pack, and then the push fit. It was when they were trying to make push Ugh. fit a thing. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, and the push fit. No the, wonder nobody runs the them. creases on the pauldrons too. So they just have huge cracked pauldrons. It's not. It doesn't look gross. gross. Don't like that at all. Yeah. Good on Stormcast. Good on Stormcast. Sylvaneth. Uh, good point drops. Yeah, looks like good uh, point drops all around here. They uh, want Lady and Vines going down. Yeah, Lady is nice. Lady Vines dropping in points. Uh, Alariel dropping 20 points. She's down to 820. I think she might need another point drop after that, but I think that's more just because not a lot of people, not a lot of Sylvaneth being run. Yeah, I don't see, and when I do see it, I usually don't see her. I usually see Lady of Vines or Drycha kind of being, yeah. this, or some Tree Lords. I don't, but that's the Tree Lords are down 30 points, though. And, and every time you drop Alariel, you remember she gets to bring a unit of something this or a Tree Lord. So you're kind of like, you're dropping a two costs there a yeah. little bit. That's that is true. It I I guess I guess what's weird to me with Lariel is that she's pointed at eight twenty, right? Mm-hmm. And um, Nagash is pointed at nine, and then there's a bunch of other stuff that's like in the five and six range. Yeah, she does feel like she's somewhere in between there, but I don't know if she's closer to Nagash than she is to like Marathi. <laughs> in my opinion, having I've only played against people using Alariel a couple of times and I was never particularly impressed with the model, but the synergies and stuff. I don't know enough to know if maybe that's just cuz she does so much stuff for that army. Yeah. But I feel like she should be closer to a Marathi in terms of price. Yeah. Like, well, to where Marathi like maybe I don't know 750 is a good place yeah, for like, these it's mid. Yeah, like and I'm sure this is probably like there's a part of this that might also just be like how much playtesting? Like, because I mean, a lot of these points, like, and they even say from the from the get go, is like, you know, this is based on like community feedback and like what we've yeah. seen and like win rates and stuff like that, and the number of times she's like, like the model is taken on the tape, like is taken against other models mm-hmm. and the win rates that are based off of that. So this might be like, well, we don't have a ton of data, <laughs> so so we'll have to look at the sales numbers. Oh, it's <laughs> selling well. Well, we'll make sure to nerf that one. No, these aren't selling well at all. Well, he's gonna boost. <laughs> Just, that's how they've done cities points adjustments for yeah, the last two years I like, truly believe it it's just like oh no one's buying this drop the points drop the again points. and then we'll bring them back up after everybody buys them yeah eventually um, somebody's gonna run Dread Spears but yeah so it, it might just be that they don't have like a ton of data on it they're like oh well let's do a small point drop see if it's see if it's better worse type of thing and then move yeah move it again if we need to the important thing about this for Sylvanas players is they did not somehow change Wildwood rules again on you that uh, and that is, is that is truly uh, the most stunning thing of all. Yes. And, and hey, really it. we're done with order. We are done with order. Let's hear what you do. We're going to hit chaos right now. We'll take a quick break and then we'll do the last two kind of wrap up thoughts. Perfect. Just so you guys can get another sweet commercial in yeah. those ears. Uh, so chaos, beast chaos, no changes. No changes. Because they just had a book. Yeah, books, books. <laughs> books on the way or books out, the- depending on when you're listening to this. Right. 
So, uh, so no changes there because those points are pointed as they're supposed to be. Yeah. Corn! Give me some corn, Zach. It is a good day for corn players because you probably, you got a book that's coming. I don't know if it's been confirmed or not at this point. I can't even remember, but I, we know it's going to be one of them. How, they it can't. has to be the last chaos. Yeah, they can, unless they're going to just make up a new chaos god or something. <laughs> that would be a dick move. <laughs> and you know, all the other chaos gods, they get to corn and they're like, Slash 2! Um, so corn saw a lot of drops across the board on a lot of stuff that you're already taking as corn. You're already taking blood warriors, probably. You're probably taking flesh hounds because they're pretty good screens. Um, you're, you got like the, I don't know, and this is where we just, I don't know. The, all the skull takers, skull masters, skull grinders, like the various smaller heroes. Skull, 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 skull. Yeah, it's all the skull things. Uh, the only real rises were, I think, just to put them on the 10 point scale, like the Bloodthirsters going up five, the Bloodsecrator going up five. Scarbrand went up 10. Scarbrand went up 10. I think these are just to put them on some 10 point scales. 10 point scales, yeah. Yeah. Uh, your biggest changes is, uh, David, Korgrath are now 90 points. Indeed. Also, I didn't realize Korgrath just isn't anything. Look at its battlefield roll. It's nothing. Nothing. Just, a, just shows up. So you can just put a bunch of them in your army, I yeah, guess. Yeah, but 90, 90 points per Korgrath. Yeah. Pretty cool. I think that's a pretty cool little spot for him to live in. Now if you can only buy them. Yes. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> that might be the problem. Yeah. But overall, corn good drops across the board, um, and I am excited. I, wa- I like corn aesthetically, and I think it's weird, the book. You're getting closer and closer to owning a corn army. I believe this in my heart I mean, I have, a, I have enough corn demons to do... Because I was going to do the Bellacor thing at some point. Mm. So I had some corn demons and things. Do you have a Bellacor? No. That's oh, what, so that's what stopped me from oh, the Bellacor. Okay. Be, oh, but now that I have a Bellacor, you're like, well, I could wreck you. Well, you both, you, everybody else on the show but me had a Bellacor. <laughs> so I assumed at some point I would, <laughs> you would be able to use a Bellacor. You'd be able to use a Bellacor. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, yeah corn, corn stuff looks good. Yeah. Uh, the Zinch stuff, this is actually really easy because all of their changes, other than the Burning Chariots of Zinch, which, went up, which dropped 20 points. Basically, everything else is a five or ten point change. Yeah, which so, tells me that they think Zinch is pretty well where it is. Where it needs to be, yeah. Let's just get it to the, fu- to the ten point scale and we're good to go. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, and then they hit the next army, which is I think somebody <laughs> put their... You know you know when you, like, you accidentally lean on your space bar and it just goes... <laughs> like that? I think that was someone hitting the delta column on Slanesh. Because <laughs> like, my goodness. Just Except drop for good old all Sigvald. The, drop all of these, please. <laughs> Reduce the entire army by a substantial amount, at least. Cause, like, oh, my God. Yeah, there's actually less fives in here than there are tens and twenties and, and stuff and like 15s, that. Fifteens, yeah. Uh, so just before we... And I can talk about this a little bit because I've been slowly building a Slanesh list and it keeps getting harder to do because I keep having to get more guys. <laughs> and I don't, be, I don't want more guys. <laughs> I think if you're a Slanesh player at this point, it's got to be the most frustrating thing in the world because you're like, I have 2,000 points, and then my summoning pool, and then they go, 150-point drop, and you're like, crap, my summoning pool is now my army. And now i got to get more <laughs> stuff for the pool. Yeah, just, exactly. It's just like water constantly evaporating out of your actual like swimming pool that you own. Oh, so you're saying they're constantly edging Slanesh, but not letting it finish. Not letting it that finish. That makes sense. That's why we get that E on the iTunes. So, uh, yeah, Slanesh, I, I do like that Sigvald, the, you know, the, the, the prince of thinking he's the best and most perfect thing ever is the only one that went up because, of course, he would. Yep. Uh, he's also a really solid model. Uh, at, tw- at 210, he's still yep. great. Bringing him in a 1K list is like, that's one of those nasty yeah. things. Slanesh going down to 240. Really nice. Yeah. Uh, the Keeper Secret's dropping on uh, 30 points, getting down to 370. Well, both Slanesh and Dexessa. Yeah. Uh, both of them went down. I mean, yeah, Keeper Secret's going down. 
uh, if you like the Exalted Chariots, they went down 35. I know nobody likes building the Chariots, but, but I think they are good. They're not bad, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, everything going down is pretty nice. Uh, I am concerned, though, because this does feel like more and more just reduce it and give you more, and maybe that'll fix the army. Uh-huh. And I'm As not sure... As opposed to, like, actually fixing the army. Yeah, because <laughs> Slaanesh's problem right now is that the army plays in a way that you bring a bunch of mortals theoretically this is the best and i'm putting air quotes on best because i'm not a slanesh player yet i'm working on building my army i've been talking with people so if this is completely off kilter welcome to the atlanta warhammer show um but the way that i understand you're supposed to play slanesh is you bring a bunch of mortals you do enough damage to start your summoning pool and then you just by the time they peel through your mortals you keep the demons and you just kind of swarm them like that the problem with that is for me is i don't like the demons I, I just don't like the models that much. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I just want to run mortals, but then technically the other half of the army doesn't work then because there's no real good way to use Slanesh without depravity points. Right. And I don't like that because most armies are like Nurgle. You can build a summoning Nurgle army or you can just kind of maybe get a beast to Nurgle during the game, but you don't have to build around it. Corn, right. same thing. So Slanesh is a summoning only army. Yeah, and it, it needs a way to not be that. Yeah, I think, the, and it would be well, a lot more fun to play, especially because there's like there's other armies that sort of summon better than Slanesh does. Yeah, we just drove by the Seraphon Point hike for <laughs> armies that summon very well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, the the, the Heat Knights thing. I I'm excited for my list. Because I'll have more guys. I don't think it got any better. Right. I think I just have more guys to add than paint now. You just have you just have more of the thing. More things. More bodies on the objective, I yeah. guess. Uh, uh, how about your Magikin? Oh, man. Moving, so, over, moving over to the Nurgle side of let's things. Let's get Nurgly. So Pretty Nurg- decent point drops on a couple of things. You see, you see, you see that big guy right in the middle there? Yeah, That's that the fi- one I'm excited that about. That 50-point point I, drop on Galatkin? I don't know how many more 50s there were, but that I saw that and was like, wow. That's a Lotkin of a dropkin. So the Glotkin dropping 50 puts him at 650. That... Clears up a little space, I think, if my math is right, to give you the opportunity to bring in the Glotkin and Blight King kind of, like, list that goes around. I think it gives you enough room to put, like, a Beast of Nurgle or some Nurglings in it or something like that. Kind of fill out the, the edges of that, uh, and give, of that And army. give you some a little more tactical, tactical ability. So Nurglings at 100, yep, perfect. That's they're great. Exactly where they should be. Exactly where they should be. They can help you grab an objective early on. They can help you grab a uh, tactic early on as well because they deploy in your opponent's terrain piece. So you just pick the one where you control a terrain piece. Oh no, there's Nurglings over there. You got that objective. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I like them, and having 100 points is great. You, you can throw them in and use them for utility pieces. The Glotkin being 650, I think allows for you to have that and still bring enough future Blight Kings to to really bring the hammer of the Glotkin army, which is. You basically just run the Glotkin, counter charge, and then annihilate them yep. with with just a bunch of attacks. So the other one that I would like to point out here is that Rodigus dropping thirty five points, but the Great Unclean one not dropping not dropping thirty five points. points. So that means that they actually view Rodigus as a less good model than the just Great Unclean one itself. Yes. Which has always technically kind of been true anyway, because you can't <laughs> give him a trait or an artifact, right? But um, now it's actually like official, like in a points value. Yes. That, that Rodigus is the worst great unclean one. Which is 
it frustrates me as someone who really likes Rodigus. That's a, I built my first one as Rodigus because yeah. I was like, yeah. He still has a really good War Scroll spell. Honestly, sure, I'll take the points decrease. Because yeah, no, guess what? Po- yeah. This means that I can run three Great Unclean ones again and still lose, but still have a good time. Yeah, have a, have a nice time with it. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm all on board for it. I like Rodigus too. It is funny, though, that they're like, the but, named guy's worse. Yeah, than the named guy's actually worse now. Yeah. It, it also tells me that the, that the Magikin of Nurgle are not, I mean, they're not getting another book anytime soon, oh, which no. they wouldn't expect to because they did get a book, but... And the cool thing about Nurgle is we get one book every edition, and it's usually exactly what we need and doesn't really require much changes yeah. besides points, and that's about it. That's it's right. it's kind of nice. Okay. Nurgle fans, I know you're out there. Like We've all looked at these points and gone, all right, I guess I'll start painting up some more Nurglings and things like that. Joke's on everybody else. I only paint the dumb shit, so I only have the dumb shit to run. <laughs> uh, and the Poxbringer coming down, that's good, too. He yeah. was at 145. There's no... That was too much. You oh, you didn't bring him. Oh, final, Spoilpox, final thing. Spoilpox Scrivener going down 100 points. or Well, down 20, so down to, yeah, to that 100. That is really good. That yeah. guy just giving you a free plus one to save on your Plague Bearers. So great. That you're paying 100 points for a Mystic Shield you don't have to cast. And he's got that Sneezy attack. That I don't think I was ever able... Uh, like, I was ever in range to actually do. Yeah. That's and, the well, problem with seven the inches. <laughs> So short. He's, well, how far I, can you sneeze? Pretty far. I uh, six hey. feet, according to the CDC. I know. <laughs> so, so distance six feet seven inches in the warhammer. I, I don't know. know. I don't know. I would expect the scrivener to have a, a much longer sneeze range, though. Like, well, maybe if he's like, if he is getting like a snot ball and then like using like a trebuchet, he uses his trunk to like throw it. Maybe is that what a trebuchet is? I think so. Okay, I think so. Or it's somehow related to Gwyneth Paltrow. But that's see last season for that bit. All right, and it's now a modern trebuchet. We have the most the most onerous of the order to talk about. You mean of the chaos? Of the chaos, yes. Well, it's like the, the, in order of chaos. I was chaos. like, wow, that would have changed then. If oh yeah, Skaven are now an order army. <laughs> <laughs> they just flat out are like, yeah, oh, let's just throw a curveball at them. <laughs> you could put Master Splinter on the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I could put I could put Master Splinter there oh. finally. I wish oh. Skaven was an order army. Oh, Skaven should be an order army. So Skaven... Hashtag, hashtag 2023 makes Skaven order. Makes Skaven order again. Um, the So everybody on Skaven got a lot of drops. A lot oh of adjustments God. for just for getting on the 10 points. There's there's so many adjustments in here. The I guess we'll, the big ones. The Hellpin Abomination down 35. Solid. That's It was a good model, Um, I think, at... 250 or wherever it was it was pretty mm-hmm. good at 210 I, I love it yeah like it's great uh gracier on a screaming bell down 45 points that i am confused about because if i see that a lot for skaven players it's on the table i guess they just don't win with it but that's just true for skaven <laughs> yeah that's like that's if you're not still doing scryer or i mean other skaven stuff can win now but it, it has kind of gone back into how much shooting are you willing to yeah. do in so a skaven what, what are you what do you what how much of your soul are you willing to sell to skaven in order to win this game uh and the plague priest on a plague furnace um down 35 points. That's the part that's confusing me, is it's still more than the Grey Seer, but yet has very specific things that it needs to have activated it's to work with the rest a... of its army. So, like, the synergies are harder to pull off on that, but it costs more. It's so I don't know. weird. Once again, my Skaven army that was 2k points when Skaven Pestilence was a book has now dropped again, but not enough to add anything in that I care. So I'm just yeah, basically it's... playing an understrength Skaven army <laughs> at this point. It's just, it's like, well, you get your, uh, Get your triumph. Yeah, like I guess uh, I might, I might buy another plague 
uh, monk and put him in there. Or not, or Prague Priest or something. I don't know. So strange. Plague Claws dropping 15. They still suck. Hey, the, the Bell of Doom is down 20 points. It's only 40 points now for Bell of Doom. Oh, Bell of Doom. Ooh. I don't know what the Bell of Doom does. I forgot which uh, one Nobody it ever brings it. Yeah. If ever, well, what, are you, what are you bringing for your, for your endless spells in Skaven? Warp Lightning Vortex. The the Billards thing. You know the triangle for <laughs> yeah. the Billards setup? I'm bringing the Billards <laughs> thing. I'm bringing Billiards. Uh... Oh, maybe sometimes. I I did see somebody bring Vermintide. A little, a little rat yeah. swarmy thing. It's a nice block. It, it is. A, it's a good block. Yeah, and it's a good screen. It is. It's a big base you can put on stuff. That's Skaven. That's there's, Skaven. There's really not much to talk about there. Uh, Slave to Darkness, STD. They got a book. No point changes. No point changes because the book is technically not out, but is, is out. Is out. But you can't. Half the army's on pre-order right now because the multi-post kits are coming out and you got to get those, which is just... It's kind of a little frustrating for those of us that bought the start collecting kit that came out when it's like, cool, so now I have to get this in order to get the banners and the musicians and the stuff for the kits. I don't because I just glued shit to them because I got a lot of bits and I made a banner and a musician out of it. But I was like, "Ah, I just wish that kit had come out complete. Shrug, man. You know? Shrug. I I know. And it's like the thing for my my theory crafted STD army that I have built, I need. Theory crafting STDs now? Yeah, I am all the time. Uh, it's CDC, probably the syphilis. I think the CDC would like to have a conversation with you, sir. <laughs> they would, but they can't catch me. I think you ran into a wall. I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the spike. I can see the, see the spike where you're just yeah. like, wall. That's pretty good. But yeah, the, the price, the points are exactly where they are until they come out, and then Chaos Chosen go up 40 points. <laughs> Mark my words. This will happen. They're, they're so good. You know what else is going to happen? What's that? A break. A break, because we have broken through all of chaos. Next, we got some uh, some death and some yelling to get through. Hooray! Hooray! And then we'll talk about some, some Warhammer. Are you still bringing gray plastic to the table game after game? Do you have a big tournament coming up, but your army is barely glued together? Don't worry. Llama Juice Painting is here to help. Free your minis from their drag gray existence and let Justin bring them to life. Whether you're looking for a single centerpiece to bring your collection together or more battle line options, Llama Juice Painting is your best source for finely painted commission work. Check out some of Justin's work on facebook.com slash llama juice painting and get your quote today. Welcome back, everybody. We've gone through the order. We've gone through the Runius powers. Let's talk about some dead guys and some people that won't stop yelling and refuse to wear pants. And then after we're done talking about Josh and I, we'll talk about the points updates. The real question is, which one of us is the dead guy and which one's the guy without pants? I think it depends on the work week, honestly. That's true. Maybe both. But, that does sound like an ideal life. Come home, die, take off your pants. Take off yeah. your pants and die. Take off your pants and die. Is that a Blink-182 album? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. It might be. Is that the millennial version yeah. of Take Off Your Pants and Jacket? <laughs> yeah. Take Off Your Pants and Die. <laughs> the more nihilistic uh, version of it. Don't threaten me with a good time. So, <laughs> all right. So let's talk about some death points changes. Yeah. Uh, these are going to go pretty fast because uh, death is always the smallest faction, less models, that kind of Not stuff. Not a lot of stuff in there. Not a lot of stuff. And uh, and one and one model that has the biggest change is uh, true across all of death. Because yep. that's uh, that's the big guy himself. That's the, the Gashi Daddy. Yeah, he's finally down to 900. They dropped 55 points off this guy. Games Let's Workshop, go. that's great. 900 points is an okay spot for him because he can be half an army. He needs one thing. He needs to not do a miscast on his first spell, roll two ones, and not be able to cast his other eight spells. Why does Nagash suffer the same miscast rule as every other wizard in the game? He should not. He's or the- just have him take the D3. 
cool. Yeah. But then he keeps casting anyway because he's fucking dead. He's he's Magic Daddy. He's I, I don't understand. Yeah, Tech, let's get off my shit. I don't understand why he can suffer and then not be able to cast any more spells because the Lord of Death Magic, the, the thief of the nine tomes, the master of the winds of Shaish, goes, I'm an oopsie, and then he just forgets all of his stuff <laughs> like, for a whole oh, no. turn. It's so silly. Well, ha- this book. Oh, I, no. I read, I read it upside down. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I turned these people into living people. Ah, oh, darn it. dang it. I pulled a techless. Oh, uh, yeah. So, like, I, that that just just that one little change for Nagash is, is what I really want to make him an awesome model. And I'll put him yeah. back on the table. I love my Nagash model. I want to use him in Death Armies. Uh, other changes in uh, in Flesh Eater Courts, basically all five 10-point changes, except for the endless spells. Yeah, your, your cadaverous barricade's down to 20. That seems like if you just got 20 points, yeah. you just throw that in there. And the Corpse Mare Stampede is at 60. Yeah, that's still a really cool-looking spell. It's a cool spell. It's a cool spell. I don't, I don't know if it's good. it good. brought a ton, but I, I think at 60 points it might do. It might. I would like to see it. I usually see people use it for like other stuff. Like they'll take the horses off of it and use it for like other things. Mm. You know, it's more of a kit bash thing. It's like a black coach extra. Yeah. In in a way that like a lot of the night haunt spells just became kit bash stuff for other people because they weren't really that great. Well, speaking of. Oh man, it's night haunt. Speaketh and they shall spookieth appeareth. That they shall. So the biggest change in this besides Mr. Nagash buddy there. Is black coach. The black coach. Down 45 to 290. I That is a very nice point It is drop. nice. I would, I would have liked to see maybe 250 because the black coach suffers from the, it's a big model that can get focus fired down relatively. Even with, with Night Haunt being like, who cares about Rend? Bigger models can mean that more attacks can get onto it, which means you have to roll more saves, which means the Night Haunt save fails. Right. So bigger Night Haunt models are usually a little worse because more people can pile on them if, if that accidentally happens. I'm excited because I can put a black coach next to Nagash and still have enough points now to build a decent army. It doesn't feel like, oh, God, I hope one of these two things works. <laughs> like, it feels like these are cool, and also here's a bunch of chain rasps and some other fun stuff to put in there. Yeah. Um, Spirit Host going up five instead of down five. I'll tell you why. Because that's a unit that acts as a, as a ward save, basically, for a hero. And with a hero and the hero and swing abilities, Death's got a lot of little punchy heroes and vampires and stuff. I think that's probably why. Yeah. Um... But yeah, dropping five point, 45 points on the black coach is like, yes, I, I think I that may be my first purchase of the new year will be a black coach because I've always wanted to paint one. I just never wanted to play with one. Right. Like, it never really interested me. Now now was your chance, my friend. Yeah. Uh, Tomb Banshee dropping 25 points, under 100 now. Yeah, that's a... I mean, the Tomb Banshee, in terms of heroes, is not great, but... but- at a 90-point hero. It's a 90-point Ihaw hero, which with the way that their whole terror thing works was what you charge and then get that debuff on somebody, just charge the Banshee. It's a 90-point chance to get terror off. Also swing and swing. Swing and swing. Um, yeah. So overall, Night Haunt saw some pretty substantial drops. I would yeah. say like 20s, 10s, 15s, Karen Wraith going 15, Dreadblade Hero going 15. Glaive Wraith Stalkers down to 80 points. They'll, they'll still never. They'll get still played. never get used. But yeah. hey, they're because guess trying. what? <laughs> Games Workshop, you you can't make garbage worth taking. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I don't care if it's if it's ten points, maybe because I'll use them as a screen. But if you're telling me they're eighty points, and I can just look up and go, yeah, but for another twenty points, I get a pack of chain rasps. I'm gonna bring the pack of chain rasps. Yeah, like they they're just not good. But uh, yeah, overall pretty good. I'm excited uh, about building my Night Haunt army up a little more. Because, you know, the, the hero hammer thing is going in that Lord Executioner. He's a solid part of the swing and have your unit swing thing. And him going a little points, you'll see that guy on the table. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like him. Osir Bone Reapers. Oh, yeah, this is, uh, I play this army too. You, so, you <laughs> welcome to the, the Zach Talks About Death for like four 
army's worth. So the Ossiarch, here's my thoughts. They got some points, adjustments, right? It's a small army, and it's always been a weird army to build because you, you just kind of bring the same thing, and the point changes don't matter because they've never mattered enough that you can add or subtract anything, really. So Ossiarch, like, my armies have pretty much stayed the same. I And the Crawler not going down or up anything tells me that that thing is just a swingy nonsense model that people are still going to either win or lose with based on whatever it decides to do. <laughs> the important part to this for me is that everything going down a little bit is great. Everything doesn't go down so much that I feel like, and this is obviously some, this is some theory crafting stuff like this. We know there's Death Book coming up. It's got to be Ossiarch because they don't, their uh, system of command points was the beta test for how we do command points. Now you get all of them at the front of the turn and spin them throughout the game, the phases the and that kind out. of stuff. Yeah. So like they kind of lost that uniqueness. They're also in a spot where you just, you bring Petrifix because it's a, you just ignore Rend and it's easy and it's the best one. They've kind of gotten the old book blues of you're going to run this or you're going to run this. These are the two things you're going to run. And these point changes don't do a lot for that, which tells me maybe this is just a placeholder. This is the, this is, we're going to, just kind of make some minor adjustments that need to be made, but really the bigger change is happening later in the year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this I would Osiric players. We know we don't know a hundred percent confirmed, but we can be pretty sure there's there's only four Death Armies guys, unless they just throw a curveball, dick move, and give it a brand new Death Army. Um, we know that we're probably getting a book, and it's probably gonna you know fix the little bits that we have that are that just don't line up quite well with the new rules yeah. and give us some battle. Honestly, Ossiarch should have the easiest battle tactics in the entire game based on their lore because every one of them is like 30 extremely talented martial people in one body. So there should be no reason their battle tactics can't be achievable by like everything because everyone is the best fighter possible and they don't have anything left in them to not be the most pristine thing because Nagash strips all of their personality and cares and niceties out of them. I know that's not what's going to happen. That's not what's going to happen at all. Because it still has to be a game that functions. It does. But I feel like they should have, like, the daughters thing. Mm. Because there's... Catacross is considered, in the lore, the most tactically-minded thing that has ever existed. The greatest tactician in the world. So their battle tactics should be pretty easy as per that. And I kind of hope they maybe try something really funky with them, like they did the first time, where they were like, you know what, you don't do command points. You do this weird system. I really hope they keep that spirit with Ossiarch, and they're like, yeah, this is where we put the weird stuff. Let's let's make this army more fun. That being said, um, I don't think that Vak Morton at 110, I said earlier in the show I'm going to bring him. I still don't think you'll see him it's that not much. Happen. No, no, no. And Catacross coming down, and like everybody coming down, you, you might be able to squeeze in another pack of Mortec Guard. It's not, yeah, it's not a significant enough point change to, like, really get more stuff in there. Yeah, the Nightmare Predator at 40 is actually solid. Looking at this now, Bone Tithe is still, that's where you go. The fact that the Bone Tithe is stayed at 50, Ossiarch players, don't let them know. Like, that that thing is an 80 to 100 point endless spell, and boy, we just keep it at 50. Because right now, I don't know if you're aware of that, that's the one that's just like, yeah, everybody just, uh... Everybody in this whole area just gets plus one to hit. Yeah. Yep. Uh, also, you can't do like you you can't do uh look uh inspiring presence. Yep. Sorry. It's like wow, that's just a lot for screams. forty points. And considering this is an army that just goes cool, here's an endless spell. You can't take control of it. It can't go wild. Like it's it's my endless spell. I'm Arcan the Black motherfucker. I think that's pretty cool. And then the stoplight rave lords. Yeah. Speaking of death stuff and armies that Arcan can't be in. So interesting changes on here, right? Because most of them are like small drops, mm-hmm. but a couple that actually jumped up in points. 
Yes. A couple that jumped up in a way that makes me go, oh, they're really tired of seeing that Manford trick. Because yeah. him Man- getting a 40-point Man- slap on the head. Or 20 points. Or 20 points. Sorry, yeah, 400 so points. He's 400 points. Yeah. So he got a, a 20-point slap on the head. They're like, D- stop, stop it. Stop playing stop. Manfred. <laughs> stop doing the one Manfred trick. Yeah. Um, other point changes here. Uh, Prince Deval came down. Uh, Dentalos, the Exile, came down 30 points. Yeah, that's one of the... Uh, yeah, that's one of the Underworlds ones. Underworlds right? things, yep. Uh, the Vargas came down 15 points. Yeah. That, that one is... Like, okay, I guess adjust it. Oh, the Vampire Lord on a Zombie Dragon came down 15 points. Yeah, now he's 420. Blaze it! So, I don't know that any of those change any lists that people had going on. Um, but what's kind of what's kind of interesting to me when you look at this, and this, they got a lot of stuff in this army, but when you look at some of the stuff that's the, uh, the um, Cursed City models, mm-hmm. they also saw some point drops that might make them interesting. Like the, uh, for instance, the Kasargi Night Guard, I think they have like a bodyguard type rule thing. Yeah, 90 points. That might not be a bad idea. I, I wonder if this is... And I, I admit, I, we said on the break, I haven't played enough uh, Soul Blight to know enough of the synergies in it. When I used to play Death, it was always Nagash and a shit ton of skeletons. And maybe Arcan showed up. Or maybe it was Arcan and even more skeletons. Right. But it was just horde mode skeletons and zombies. So a lot of the cool stuff in here that dropped, I don't have a ton of experience in. But it's neat to see that, you know... The little heroes like Anika and Kritza and stuff like that dropping, those are the ones that you're going to see with the... Well, they can't do the swing because they're unique. I guess they just want you to bring them. Yeah. They, they want, want you to buy them. those models because those are the models you have to have for the Curse City expansion that nobody bought because it requires two models that came out a year before that for a different game system. That was not a smart decision. Remember that Curse City expansion that nobody bought? Yeah. It came and went immediately. And it was delayed like a year because of COVID, so that's why. It shot itself in the foot. It, it basically had everything that could possibly go wrong, go wrong on it. It really did. And and then imagine you buy it and it's like, cool, go find these other two vampire solo pack models that your local game store probably does not have in stock anymore because nobody's hunting for them. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's death, baby. That's death. Uh, we move on to destruction. Gloom Spike gets no point changes. No point I'm- changing because it's the most perfectly balanced book in the game and has the highest win rate. So Gloom Spike gets players keep dominating those tournaments. You're in the best spot according to this upstate. Has right here. nothing to do with the fact that a book is coming. Not out. Not at all. No, no, no. I, I only see pure balance when I see this list. Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. need for changes. You may not like it, but this is what the ideal battle tone looks like. Gloom Spike gets Ogre Maw Tribes. Uh, small changes small on a changes. couple of things, which and tells two, me they got the book pretty right. Yeah, and then and then two larger changes, but both going up, not down. Yes. So the the first one is the Iron Blaster is up 30 points. What a glorious year we live in where the Iron Blaster is doing something so much that it gets that much of a nerf on it. Yeah. It's like like a, the, the thing that nobody brought from the start collecting or the other kids and like that, it's like, oh, well, now it's, I guess, doing something doing out there. Doing something out there. Uh, so it's 200 points, and then the other one is the Noblars. When are went up 20 points. Noblars. Noblars. Are up 20 points. Are. <laughs> They're no longer 100 points, they are now 120. Noblar stocks are going up? What? I'm assuming. I, I'm guessing it's a, it's a, it's a screen thing. Just they were screening too they well? They were screening too well. Cause, well, there's so many of them. We, uh, yeah. Well, we, so we have the Ogor book, and we'll do that episode coming up soon because David, my God, he's got an Ogor tattoo. I'm sure I know he wants to talk about yeah, it. Yeah. But, like, I, I have read through the book trying to find the secret synergy, the secret sauce that makes Noblars threatening after I saw this. I was like, <laughs> what That's, is it? What is it? What's the trick? I think it's just there are a lot of bodies. Yeah. And I think that a lot of and bodies. Dirt cheap and they're battle line. Dirt cheap bodies with a screen. Yeah. That, that's probably where it is. No, they're not else, battle line. That's a lie. 
No, they're not battle line. No, but they uh they're basically just screening units. Yeah, they're just but I've, dudes. I have seen them being used very well in gut busters or the shooting iron iron whatever they are. Iron Blaster. No, Iron that's Bla- the big ones. Uh, it's, oh, shoot. Iron, no, Iron Guts are the, well, hold on. We'll get there, everybody. Stick with us. Iron Guts are the super good at the fighting. They're like the elite versions. Lead Belchers. Lead Belchers. They're good. Lead this Belchers game is screens. made up of very silly words. <laughs> so tough. <laughs> None of these words makes. Yeah, so Lead Belchers. I've seen Noblars being used well with an army of them because they're great screens, and then the Lead Belchers just keep shooting through them, and then, you know. So maybe that's why. I guess so. I got, I got nothing. I got nothing. But got you know nothing. what we probably know a lot about? Us two. Or War Clans. We got this Ooh, one. We got this one on lock. Okay. Uh, mostly five, ten point changes. Mm-hmm. Right? A lot of things coming like coming slightly down. Most of the point changes happening for uh, the... Uh, the cool boys. The, the cruel boys. Yeah. Uh, so clearly not in the best spot, which well, we all already sort of knew. <laughs> except for one big 40 drop right in the middle. You're kind of right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And we knew Cruel Boys, and this is another thing, it's that, like, Games Workshop, yes, reducing the points does give me more people, thereby increasing my chance to win, but that doesn't fix the parts of the army that are problematic, like, for instance, Cruel Boys, all of your special things are hinged on dice rolls that may not happen. Right. So a lot of the stuff that other armies just get to show up and do, you have to hope you get to do. Yeah. Um. So, well, what's this negative forty here? Yeah, right I know that's that's there. the big one. Right? That I, was, I was trying. I was trying to. I was trying to buy time here. Oh, okay. Uh. So the so the biggest the biggest point drop in here is Gordrak, the Fist of Gork. Uh. Is down forty points. He is now a five hundred point model. Is good. I am a little scared of that because I think he was actually pretty good where he was. It, the 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 challenge was that because. The I don't know if he was sixty points better than a Mega Boss and a Maw Crusher. Yeah, he might, if he's not fighting like a wizard, right? Then you lose a lot of you yeah. lose a lot of the, you lose a lot of the actual like power that's off of him mm-hmm. um, for his like I get to punch a wizard or a hero or something like yeah. that. Like a Mega Boss and a Maw Crusher just has like natural like skills that you just like. All right, okay, cool. But at four hundred and eighty points, that's you're getting take the benefits of that, and a lot of times you're getting you actually have a better save. Yeah, because you'll probably give him the shield, and then he's a, he's a three up save as opposed to four up save, which is what Gordrak is, uh, which never made any more any sense to me. Yeah, it doesn't really. Yeah, but at five hundred points, we're creeping in the territory where Gordrak might be the choice. Do you think we might start seeing Gordrak and another? You might. Yeah, list? you might get you might get some double cabbage lists back out on the table. Who owns between them like five maw crushers and could do this? I believe it is us. I think it is. Yeah, us, I yeah. think I own three. Well, I guess we only own four total. A respectable, a amount respectable of amount of maw crushers for two men in their late thirties yeah. to own. <laughs> Just so many maw crushers. Yeah. Um, That's great because mine is being painted as Gordrak. Like yeah. I, I was doing him as the official Gordrak, like trying to match their paint scheme and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, oh, we, we have an official yeah, Gordrak. So yeah, I mean, I think it's. I think they're. I mean, they're good point changes. I do. I believe. Forty points. I'm trying to think of like where most of my list landed, like point wise. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if I can actually get anything else in if I were to make like those kind of like changes. I'm probably still about where I am in list construction, but I'm not going to be constructing my list the same way anymore because we're getting out of Galatian veterans, right? So I don't want to bring the. <clears throat> 
stupid packs of brutes that were just myrtleating everything that, yeah. was coming, that was coming in contact with. List building is no longer, okay, so who's going to be my battle line, or who's going to be my bounty hunters, and then you build the rest of your list. Right. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to now, it's like, who's going to be my cool heroes, and yep. then who's going to be their buddies? Um, And then we move on to the Sons of Bahat. Yeah, I was going to say, for the Bone Splitters side, uh, everything that went down just went down, like, by five. Yeah, except for your more boys. Except for the Savage five. Big Boss, who went up by 15. Yeah, that's fair. To be fair, that's that's actually really fair because yeah. uh, I was sneaking him in there, and he was doing a lot more than he should have. Oh, and, and, well, yeah, when he was a sixty-five point model or whatever, now he's an eighty point. Well, because you you bring him a sixty-five point because he gives you the tireless trackers trait or the upgrade to that, which means you can do a pregame move of eight inches instead of five. So that's why he was a sixty-five point cost to do that, to do that, thing. and then run up the board and die doing something stupid. Yeah, and maybe bring some guys with him. So I understand that being a little more. I'm okay with that slight nerf to my boys. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, the Suns, the, uh, Beast Smasher Mega Gargant came down 20 points. King Broad came down 30 points already. Yeah, so this is what's, I've looked at this. Um, I have not had a chance to play with King Broad yet on the table. Uh, and so I don't know his power feel, but, like, I didn't think he was overcosted based on what he did. Also, this is a weird army to change points in. Because if you don't change him by any certain amount, it doesn't change anything. Right. You can't. Giving me an extra 50 points in a Gargant list is like... Doesn't really do anything? Yeah, what do I do with that? I can bring an artifact and a spell. And I think that's really the changes where they really just open up more is that you could maybe put a spell in there if you wanted to. If you want to try something different. Yeah, like because I I did my math for it, and I think I still have the same amount of Man Crushers in it when I bring Broad and the uh, War Stomper and then just a bunch of Man Crushers. So I don't... This is the weirdest army to get points changes on because it's like... All right, I can still only bring four guys. Yeah. And now I just have a weirder deficit at the end of the day. I, yeah, maybe it's to give you a triumph. So that you're always the so you're always like the least pointed cost. You always like, get it. Yeah. yeah. You're like the least pointed least pointed cost at yeah. army or something that, like that. I can see that. Well, and plus Gargans will not take advantage of any of the new rules because they do not have a hero under 10 wounds yeah. <laughs> at all. So not like, in the slightest. And, then, and they're not so they're not going to get any of the new stuff. Uh, whereas they got bounty hunters, right? Who boy did they get bounty? Who boy did they got bounty hunters? So maybe yeah. that's why it's like a little. I don't know, but it doesn't really change anything. Yeah. But the, the more the more interesting one is the mercenaries. Yeah, this actually changes stuff because if you were bringing these in your army, an extra thirty or fifty off is good. Oh, a lot. Yeah. yeah. So uh, big drug, the fort kicker came down thirty points. Now four ninety. Yep. Bundo whalebiter is now is came down thirty points as well. Now four sixty. That's your kraken eater. Yep. Odo Godswallow, down 50 points, it's now 470, and One-Eyed Grunach uh, is down 30 points, now 420. I'll tell you what, oh, we're getting close to the point where, merc- where these mercenaries are actually really, like, there were already armies that were bringing them because mm-hmm. they were, like, nice, like, little pieces that you would have uh, as, as these mercenaries. I think there's going to be more armies that are going to be looking at these. Oh, yeah. I think so, too, and I think that is exactly what they want. If I'm thinking of this from a marketing perspective, and it's not like I work in the game industry doing marketing. Not at all. Couldn't, couldn't, imagine, couldn't imagine. I would feel like their plan for this is that Gargants are purchased for a lot of people to put into other armies and not as much for their own army. Just because to play them on their own, it's a different feeling army, and if you're not looking for that experience, it's not it's not rank-and-file troops, and it's not the kind of things that people come to fantasy wargaming for. Right. But if they can sell you that kit and you can use it in all your other armies, and I will say it is, if you're not an insane person, you can magnetize the kit between the broad and the, uh, uh, what's the bit, Beast Smasher pieces. Like, I, you could do a better thing than I did, which is just to buy it and build it. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's a, a more better, a more better, a better strategy for sales for this 
than to restrict it to its own army and not make those mercenaries uh, appealing. Right. Because now I'm like, oh, you know what? I might drop a guy into a Fire Slayer's army and see what he does. Like, it, it adds the, the, well, I don't know. This might be fun. Could, I, could I bring, you know, one of these into some yeah. other stuff? Because the mercenaries are good in any army, right? Like, you can bring them for whomever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have yeah. to bring the one that's keyed to your Grand Alliance. Right. So, like, the Death People only get the uh, the Gatebreaker, you know, Chaos only gets the War Stomper. And these are actually based on the lore reasons, which right. is kind of cool. I love when they do that. But um, I've I've looked at putting the War Stomper into stuff before because in a Chaos army, he's a big horde deletion unit. And if you're, you're like, playing, like, Slaves of Darkness or something where maybe you don't have that ability, well, old Slaves of Darkness, he added a lot of fun to it. Yeah. But also just if you've – it's kind of like if you bought a Gargant and you built this giant model and painted it, play with it as much as possible because otherwise you spend a lot of money on something, on that, something that's never get, never seen the table. Yeah, for that you. you roll out once or twice. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, it's point – or the uh, it's the Endless Spells. It's the Endless spell Shuffle. Every book, yeah. the Endless Spells go up and down in a random variety of In a random of variety of 10s and, and, no, and 20s and 30s. Just enough to frustrate my Hollow Heart list yeah. with spells in it because it always – between this and that, I, I, it's – yeah, so this, the, I think the weird, the two weirdest on here is the horror gas going up 30 points. Oh, I can tell you why that is right off. Go for it. Shutting off Inspiring Presence is super powerful. Is going to be something that seems to be, they don't want you to have the immediate ignore Battleshock anymore. Right. Like, every army was just ignoring all kinds of Battleshock all over the place. And I think that this is, that became a silver bullet for mm-hmm. taking that out. And it works on a lot of armies. And then the other one is the Malevolent Maelstrom coming down 20 points. So that is a 30-point endless spell. Yeah, that thing is on the please, dear God, play with this toy yeah. list. It has been it's since a, the beginning. I painted from, mine up first. From the get-go. Out of all of the endless spells, I painted that and the pendulum up first, and I never used that. Uh, it looks neat. Yeah. The, the problem is is that it's even even at 30 points, I'd take the Prismatic Palisade. Probably. You know what? Actually, you know what? I'd take the pendulum or the burning head. Even the burning head going up 10 points, I'd still take that. Like, it with the endless spells, and this is, I had this complaint when it came out uh, on episode 8 or whatever it was when we talked about them. There's too many of them that just kind of did the same thing, yeah. which was a D3 amount of damage after it moves to every unit within one inch. And so they have started making them more unique, but at the end of the day, when you're looking at a bunch of 30s and 50s and going, well, I need X, Y, and Z, I'm just going to take the best option for that. Right. Uh, I, shards of, I'm going to point one out, shards of uh, Valagahar, Val, Valglahar, whatever. Mm-hmm. That is a sneaky good spell that I don't think a lot of people have access to because it came in the Forbidden Power expansion, not the Malign Importance expansion. So you see it less because it physically was out in the wild less. It's hard to actually find. It is. It's a very good spell at trapping. It cuts your movement in half, uh, and it basically works kind of like the Skaven spell with two parts instead of three. So if you're savvy with it, you can just line up and catch a couple of units and make them half movement. That's pretty good if they're already, I don't know, plague bearers trundling around on four-inch movements, and it's like, cool, my army will never leave it's the deployment zone. two-inch move. <laughs> so I, like, I think there's some potential in throwing that onto slow units to just keep them there. Yeah. Because if that hits a unit and you don't have a way to dispel it, and they don't get rid of it, and your guys are moving two inches, it's going to take them two turns to get out of its radius, and at that point, you have you could shut off a bunch of really slow stuff, annihilators, like, with 40 points. Yeah. I think there's a lot of play in that. I think we're going to see that one. It's my, What's the range on that? It's my ESPN top pick. Uh, I don't know, but why don't you tell me what your favorite endless spell change was while I definitely don't immediately open up the app and try to find it. Yeah, uh, well, for me, it's the uh, Soul Snare Shackles, but that's only because I really love that model. 
It's also a really good model. Yeah. Like, it's a cool model, and I've I've actually used the Soul Center Shack. It's one of the few endless spells that I've used in a variety of different armies because it just it does some cool stuff. Yes. And I need it to do cool stuff. Sometimes you just need something to do some cool stuff. Have some movement, lock some things down. It's also really fun to be pain in the ass. say because it's one of the ones that we always miss up. So yeah, yeah. Just, Every time. I call them schnackles. Just schnackling. Schnackling. Um, I am also su- surprised that the Cron Spine uh, has not come down in points, or has not gone up in points. It hasn't. I wonder if it's going to keep being popular. Because it's, it's really good right now, um, but I wonder with the Hero Hammer focus. I don't know. I don't know exactly. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to use one. I'm just not particularly interested in that. Oh, I, don't, of... I don't own one, and I'm not interested in it. So Yeah, I was like, yeah, I could kitbash one out of a million pieces of things. But I Other also... things that I own. Gotrek also not coming. Uh, also went down in points. He just got a five-point decrease yeah. to get him in line. Get, that... get in line, Gotrek. Also surprised that he didn't go up. I think that's probably like, once again, when was the last time you saw a Gotrek on a shelf? Some of these guys are actually starting to get like, I wonder if they're not going to reprint them and not keep them. And I can say this from being on the other side of it. I haven't seen Gotrek on an order form. So like, does that mean that they're just not going to make anymore? And if mm. what the ones out in the wild are the ones you got kind of stuff. So I wonder also too, if it's kind of like, this is what Legends looks like before. <laughs> before it's gone forever. Yeah. So you asked about the shards. Uh, it is casting value of five. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yep. Distance. 18. Excellent. You set up each piece wholly within 12. And uh, also with this, when you pick the endless spell to move. So here's the thing. It doesn't move when it gets set up. That's one of the weirder things of it. Uh, you remove one of the parts. So you got the two pieces about a foot apart. You pick one up and put it down somewhere else within an inch or within 12 inches. So mm-hmm. you've got like uh, a hinge yeah. swing mechanic you can do with a foot radius. That's pretty good, and here's what it does. Everything in between it is halved the move characteristic. It cannot fly, cannot be removed from the battlefield with an effect that would allow it to be set up again. So no teleports, no fly high, no flying away, none of that stuff. Yeah, it's just this a, spell the move sh- is it's a move shutdown. Spell's really good. It's really solid. It's re- and it's forty points. It's like if you got that forty points and you've got a wizard. And you think you can roll a five on two sets of dice? Maybe bring this because the potential to look across that army and go, "Wow, look at all those KO ships!" Boop, a foot of them can't move, or they're half movement, and they can't fly. Yeah. So you got a one turn of just trying to leave the spell. Oh, cool! Now I've now I've pivoted the other half of it around on my turn again. Yeah. Now it's catching the other half of your army. It also does make you burn a spell in order to like get rid of it. Yeah. Like to dispel it. You yep. have to burn a spell to dispel it. I still say shards. That's a that's hot tip, hot stock tip hot going top, in. Get your shards, hot stockings from the Atlanta Warhammer. Hot crew. stockings, we're talking stockings, hot, talking stocks. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. So that's that's that's, uh, all, that's everything. That's it. A lot of points. Some points. We made some good points. I, I think so. Games some, Workshop made some good points. I I genuinely happy with the points that they have made. I am I'll tell you what. I am more excited uh, about the new season book. Me too. With with kind of the where things are at now, point changes and seeing how things are going to be like, okay, cool. How is this all gonna as a marketing term synergize? Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm excited too because of the maps that I've seen, the battle maps or whatever you want to call them. Yep. I at least have a rule: battle plans. I was like, what's the? I always call it the map we're playing, and mm-hmm. I realize that that is like an old video game term. It's like, what map you want? What play? map are we on? Yeah, uh, which Starcraft map are we loading up? 
But um, I, I've noticed that the battle plans are a little more simple, too, which I like. Because mm-hmm. the game was getting to the point where some of those battle plans were like, do a bunch of extra stuff on top of the game, and then declare the secondary objective point. Too many and things. And only veterans can do this. And then once per game, this point things. And now they're like, uh, once per turn, if you're going second, pick an objective. It disappears. A classic. There's one that has uh, objectives that stay on the very far edges on the board, and then they disappear at the end. Like on turn three or something. So it's like, do you keep guys there and then run in the middle? Do you run in the middle and try to not keep your opponent from capping, back capping you? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fun stuff in this book, but it all looks relatively simplified. And we haven't seen whatever the relocating orb is going to be. I still say bring back the one with curves, you <laughs> bastards. Real relocating orbs have curves, and I'm not dying. I'm staying on that. It's ge- they're geometric shapes, damn it. Yeah. I like the thing that now that we had where it exploded and went in different directions. But that was I want, fun. I want the one where everybody has to stop at the beginning of the turn and go, okay, where is this fucking thing going to move? And then it goes under Rodigus for the rest of the game and just stays there. It'll help him out because he's probably feeling pretty bad about being less valuable than the other great unclean ones. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Roddy. Poor Roddy, yeah. Oh, well. He still looks cooler than the other two models, in my opinion. <gasps> He's, yeah, he's cool. He's got a big old belly mouth. He's got an ar- armpit mouth, which he is does a, have an armpit mouth. Yeah, it's gotta hurt. Can't, yeah, you can't, be fe- you can't be feeding your armpit like that. You can't be fe- what do you feed your armpit? It's, uh, so that's the thing with the Nurgle mouths is because they don't really eat. I think stuff just comes out of them. So it's like armpit barf. But yeah, but you ha- but there has to be stuff that goes in. Oh, maybe that's the, maybe yeah. it's the whole part of demons is they just they just constantly generate poop with nothing going in. Here's the thing: maybe every time. You went to poop, but nothing came out. That's because a demon from Nurgle stole it. <gasps> oh my god, was it like a little Nurgling? A little Nurgling came in. You stole your poop. A little Nurgling ran up my anus. Every time he... <laughs> it was like, ha-ha, this is mine now. Ha-ha! And he took it, and then and, he, and it's like, where did it go? And it went into Nurgle's realm. And uh-huh. your poop is there, being formed into some sort of weapon or something. A little poop goblin. Yeah. Which is basically a Nurgling. A little poop goblin. A little poop if goblin. If you learned anything today, listeners at home... Nerglings or Poop Goblins? Little Poop Goblin. Little Poop Goblin's going to be my rap name. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's Can't it. wait to see you drop them hot diss tracks. He's going to drop a hot, steamy pile of diss tracks for Little Poop Goblin. All right, that's it. We're done. Yeah, I don't think we can do anything else here. We can't, we can't uh, top that. So uh, we can't so, top that. So for the Atlanta Warhammer podcast and all of our wonderful sponsors. All of our sponsors. Let's say them again because we never said them the first time. Gigabytes Cafe in Marietta, Georgia. You can buy your shit at the store itself or you can buy it online with Gigabytes Online. And soon enough, you'll be able to buy it from our affiliate link. Huh. And get a maybe a little discount on that thing. Maybe a little, little discount code on that thing. Well, we'll set that up. But keep watching for us. If you like your stuff and you get in the local, we might be able to help you out a little bit there. Hey. Uh, and if you're local and you, you buy all your stuff and you're like, well, boy, I don't want to paint this stuff. Love it, just painting. Was that sexy enough for you, Justin? I hope so. I hope not, so. Because you're not getting a second take on that nope, one, Nope, that's what you get. Love you know it, what, just painting. And you know what else you're getting? You're getting Blueberry Podcasting, who for some reason continues to allow this podcast to happen. Thank yeah. you very much. And for the people that use our affiliate link, thank that, you for I listening. still don't know who did. Yeah. Someone did. But Please tell did, me who you and are. And I appreciate it. It doesn't tell me who did it, which is weird. It just tells me someone activated it. Yeah. But hey, man, get your uh, get your free hosting. Yeah. Tell us your podcast. We'll plug we'll it on the show. Yeah, we'll I don't care the... what it's about. Nah, it doesn't matter. It could be about cats. <laughs> I would Actually, love for I'd, it to be about cats. I'd prefer if it's about cats, honestly. Yeah. Yes, please. Uh, let's go make a podcast about cats. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here then. For So for the Atlanta Warhammer Podcast, I'm Josh. And I'm Zach saying... Cats. Poop nuggets! <laughs>
It's like that.